0: This is the movie Hall of Fame class of Predator for August twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Hello, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Adam, and across the table from me over there, um, yeah, my uh, the the xenomorph to my yautja. How do you like that, Adam? You son of a bitch! (laughs) You son of a bitch! What's the matter? CIA got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> too many pencils. I uh, <laughs> enough. not Look at our, a- our,
1: our fucking uh, buys these days, man. We haven't our been p- skipping bicep day. I've, I've got some
0: big old muscles. You know it. Yeah, they're <laughs> throbbing. <laughs> Adam that and I currently sweaty.
1: currently are across the table from each other, still in uh, Arnold and Carl Weathers poses. Mm-hmm. We, we've linked... Fists, and uh, we're holding on the entire
0: show, just not, flexing our that's, muscles. That's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the sweat is going to ruin your computers. Mm. But it's just okay. picture that meme as we uh, <laughs> as we podcast for the rest of the day. What's up, man? Ah, not much. I'm glad we're finally doing this. It's been delayed because August, finally. August has been wet, as we said in the other month. It has been wet. It's been a wet ass month.
1: Uh, yeah. We've been vacationing across the country. We've yeah. been uh, basking in the
0: glow of the August sun. Mm hmm. Uh, Catching some waves Catching some rays It's been good Catching some rays Literally in my case I like, caught some rays And some sea turtles There's Oh stingrays Yeah stingrays Yes stingrays And sharks And a whole bunch Of other stuff Coconuts Pineapples Ugh I've been catching The Tampa Bay race A lot on TV Ew. recently
1: Because I'm worried About the, uh, the American League East uh, division race How's it going? They're about eight games back We're okay I have a lot of money On the Yankees
0: So you know Just catching a lot
1: of Catching a lot of raids
0: I was reminded Because we would go down Into the lobby of the hotel And baseball would be playing And I would think of you Almost every time Yeah w- Wondering how you were doing
1: Keep me in your thoughts And prayers <laughs> I have to sweat out
0: This Yankees bet It's uh are, I, I Are my thoughts And prayers working? Yeah <laughs> To be determined <laughs> I,
1: I, I would just suggest That you pray a little harder Oh god <laughs> Oh no Nico No uh. Yeah it's been a month We've been a month Off the air But we're back And we're gonna make it up to you We're gonna Get back to our Regularly scheduled programming Once every two weeks We'll have an additional show Next week though To sort of make up For lost time Yeah uh, Cause it's been a long month I know I get annoyed sometimes If I'm waiting for a podcast To hit Yeah A feed that I subscribe to And there's no show there For a month I'm worried that one of the two hosts perished in a fiery blaze yeah it, couldn't, it could happen at any time we're not perfect guys yeah fear not but we're back yeah we're back and we're talking predator
0: a month <laughs> after this is a relevant conversation <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. i had hoped to get this out by the time prey came out but you know it is what it is it yeah. happens yes i'm perfectly happy to keep talking about predator you know me i know I've, I've been doing this with you for six years now yeah it's it's like it's like my favorite thing ever yeah. i love predator Yeah, Uh,
1: this is an Adam podcast today. Mm. Uh, You're playing point guard here. You're uh, you're running the ship. You have the notes. I do. You always bring a Bible
0: whenever you do the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I put in work, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for something that I care so deeply about. Mm. It's different. This like this is just a copious amount of notes, but it's not like a joke. Whereas like the Friday the 13th didn't deserve as many notes as it had, and that was part of the fun of it. Mm. Uh, but this is still a little ridiculous, I admit. But whatever. Yeah, a bit excessive. Listen to that. Much like some of the movies in this franchise. Huh, it's okay. A bit excessive. Listen to those notes. Yeah uh Predator
1: huh there's a new movie <laughs> called Prey it's yep. out. i don't know again you're you're running the ship here so i don't
0: know if you want to start with prey, or you want to save that to the end? But I figured we'd go in a similar order that we did for Scream. That was kind of the inspiration. There's, still, I have a lot of similar parallels to the way I felt about that movie and the way I feel about this new movie. So we'll end with prey. Sure, sure. I mean, it w- it w- I don't even think it would be like the longest conversation ever. I mean, you know, I've I've seen the film a couple times now, and you know, yeah. sort of solidified my thoughts, and I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I wanted to just sort of take the temperature, though. How are you feeling about the franchise these days? Is this a franchise that? you're like dying to see more of because there are not a lot of movies in at least the continuity of the predator franchise there are some non-canon crossover movies in there that we're going to talk about briefly yep uh but this is a franchise that has gone through um several uh very different iterations and it it's never quite found its footing there was never a, a point in time since 1987
0: where Hollywood was like, you know what's really in right now? Predator movies. Oh, well, we talked about this. I'm not even sure if I'd say that. I mean, the motivation is different nowadays. I mean... The way you described it is almost as if like there's that you know MCU side of things where it's like you you start making movies with the intention of making a greater franchise. But the Predator movies when they came out, it wasn't quite like that. It's just like, hey, do you feel like making another Predator movie? Right. Yeah, why not? Let's make another Predator movie, and that's why you get Predator Two, right? Uh, and even the AVP movies are to an extent an extension of something else there, there's a greater conversation with what AVP is you don't really start getting the let's plan a franchise out of this honestly until The Predator right <laughs> which is weird yeah Uh and we'll talk about that again I can't believe we're coming back to that piece of shit uh, but yeah like the, the intentionality behind let's make this a bigger more ambitious universe right and right. yeah and <laughs> It's so funny that that was the intention with that movie. Yeah. Given what the following movie, is. yeah, that thing kind of
1: feels like an MCU movie. <laughs> it is. I, I rewatched a lot of it for this podcast. You I, did. I, yeah, oh, you I know. couldn't get through the whole thing, but I, I sort of skipped around and watched the the noteworthy scenes, or at least the scenes that I remembered. I watched. I rewatched the whole fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's really. It's, yeah, it's weird how that movie is sort of colored by the the sort of modern franchise building Mm -hmm. ip thing yep you know Uh, it it does sort of have that bend to it it it's clearly a hard r movie Mm -hmm. and tries to be transgressive and tries to be provocative at points but it it, especially like the way that it looks the way that it is tonally like the music
0: everything wait shot it
1: feels very mcu it does yeah it feels like this is setting up for
0: a larger universe of uh of shit movies well i said it in the end iron man's at the end of that movie Right. We did our first review. Iron Man is at the end of that movie for all intents and purposes. Yes. Yes. yes it it's trying and, and when we talked about it the first time, it said it was sort of the antithesis of that first movie and that it's kind of trying to be a superhero movie and make a mockery of the Predator. In right. a lot of ways. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Man, that's a weird one.
0: That is <laughs> And I have a lot of thoughts on that movie. Yeah, I, I don't know how long we're gonna stick on it because we did a whole podcast on it yeah, last time. Right. So it was like four years ago. It was one of our first podcasts that we yeah. ever did on the show, 2018. Yeah, yeah. And I was looking back, we we actually, funny enough, you know what we started with? What Alien Covenant? Yeah, <laughs> ironically, yeah. Alien Covenants our first podcast we ever did on this show, on this feed. Yeah, yeah. we we also did uh, Alien versus
1: Predator versus Jason <laughs> versus Freddy <laughs> on the other show. Though. On, on why is this a thing? That was like in 2017. Yeah, we've been having this conversation in various forms for the last five or six years now. Yes. Uh yeah, I don't know. This franchise is weird. A, a lot of these movies I had not seen and I watched them for the first time yeah. over the last few weeks.
0: It's uh,
1: Yeah, it's a real it's a real hodgepodge of tone. You know, it's just oh, all over the place tonally. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when uh when when that Halloween sequel came out a few years ago. Well which one? The The, the Bad One or the okay one? The okay one. Okay. Halloween. Yeah. yeah. The movie Halloween from what, 2018. Yes. You know, that movie did pretty well at the box office. It kind of popped off. It, it was meant to be the sort of conclusion legacy sequel, the final grace note for Jamie Lee Curtis. And uh, it turned out there was a little more juice left in that orange. Mm-hmm. Right. So Hollywood kept squeezing and there's now two more movies and they're both kind of trash predator i'm not sure that moment ever happened no for this franchise there was never a moment where it's like oh wait a minute there might be some gas left in this in this uh beat up uh, clunker of a car after all <laughs> and, and, but it kind of just feels like there's one great movie yes in this franchise and uh Hollywood has sort of been trying to figure out how to tap back into the magic, and they they haven't quite gotten there yet. Now, Prey seems to be pretty successful. Very successful, as Um, we'll talk about, actually. You know, there are no numbers available. I mean, Disney is is going to be really hush-hush about this. It's a streaming movie only so there's no
0: box office returns but it was the highest streamed movie still is the highest streamed movie on that platform
1: yeah so, so it
0: seems like it's successful uh who knows if this is going to trigger five more
1: comanche predator sequels and <laughs> some of them be released in theaters but it, it's kind of a
0: franchise in search of an identity and that's the i think is going to make for an interesting podcast at least now maybe it is i mean they I, i've and i've if you're to ask me like like so, we sometimes this exercise is done with franchise films that are weird and different. I don't mind that actually. No, it's actually kind of cool to me that each entry is so wildly different. Even in the AVP series, they're very different movies. Yes. Those two, yes. Um, and you know you can kind of um break it down to just like each. If you're to describe each movie, you could do it with just like like two or three words. Like the first one is like action horror. Mm-hmm. The second one's a cop drama. The th- the AV- first AVP, I would the first thing that comes to my mind is blockbuster. The second one, I think slasher. Uh, and then you get to Predators, and that's more traditional sci-fi thriller. And then you get The Predator comedy. And then Prey is like a historical epic. Yes <laughs> Braveheart look, like, look at all the, did, you, did you hear what I just said Yeah right <laughs> This is a franchise That has a cop drama yes. In the same vein As a historical epic Yeah <laughs> But
1: it's weird too Because you have this creature Who's very distinct And looking Very to, compelling Consistently compelling to creature Yes Yeah but also like But it, I, I, I wouldn't classify that character as sort of malleable like i i wouldn't think like you could put this guy in frontier times you could put this guy in vegas you could put this guy like he's a character with a very specific look a very specific vibe the tech yes calls attention to itself mm-hmm. like it's a very specific sort of visual language um which again it's just it's it's weird to me that this this franchise has taken so many turns i'm i'm intrigued by it i can't Say that I've always enjoyed these movies. Not all. <laughs> uh, there, there is a, a
0: not only an inconsistency in tone, but also a, a large inconsistency in quality. Um, there's none that I hate, with the exception of one. Honestly, there's only one that I just flat out. There's one that I loathe. That I, I'm pretty sure it's the same one. Yeah, I just. It's, well, it's 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 well, it's not. It's just the predator. We know this. Yeah. Is that the same one for you? Or is it the other one? Well, are we counting the A V P yes. movies? Yeah. Well, then there's two. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, on re on rewatch, I was like, oh, all right, I didn't, I di- I never got there with it as as most people usually do, but uh, yeah, no, I my, the range is I like because the first one I just is very important to me, and you, I've talked quite glowingly about that movie, and you know, it's you know, I don't really need to defend that movie. I'm just one of those guys that says, guys, like it's much better than even you think it is. Yeah, uh, it's a wonderful film. Yeah, but the weird ones I like, and we'll talk about like my second favorite in the series is the weirdest entry in my opinion. Uh, (laughs) Bananas. (laughs) It's a fucking nuts movie. Um, But like, like even like the, 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 you know, lesser ones, I guess like I don't, I don't, they're not like great movies, but they're still kind of just, just, I don't know, effective fun and and effective sci-fi. And there's something about the aesthetic that I've always enjoyed. Or it's even though like, they have a lot of problems. I still kind of look at them and I'm like, yeah, no, that's just a very entertaining, very like chunky action film that I can watch. So, yeah, they never get like, again, t- there's there there's real to me. There's really only two that are just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I only say two. Yeah. Let's
1: just get into it here. Let's let's quit beating around the bush. All right.
0: Yeah. 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 So you want to just jump into the. Do we need need to talk about the first one all that much? Not really. We talked about it twice. Yeah. (laughs) On two separate podcasts. Yeah. We've talked about it quite a bit. All right. Well, Well, let's do it anyway. All right. Yeah. So Predator from 1987, directed by John McTiernan and written by Jim and John Thomas. First installment in the Predator franchise starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as a leader of an elite paramilitary rescue team on a mission to save hostages uh, in guerrilla held territory in a Central American rainforest who encounter the deadly Predator, a skilled technologically advanced alien who stalks and hunts them down. Yeah. So that was released in June cost 15 million ended up grossing 98 million. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty I'd good say for, so. Yeah, yeah. It funny enough received kind of like mixed reviews. Wasn't necessarily a critical darling by any means, but over the years has kind of been another one of those 80s films that has grown to be considered one of the great 80s action classics. Yeah, one, I, one I, of the I, best of a genre. I, yeah. I think it's actually kind of transcended the cult classic label. Yes, I, would I think agree.
1: it's just a classic classic now.
0: Yes, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. It's very cool to see, you know one of the in something that's not a through line uh roger ebert even liked this movie yes strange. he gave it a nice three-star review which i i i it's one of those it's one of those movies where it's like i i think about roger ebert's reviews and i'm like there's just no way he likes anything like this and i was very surprised to read that he liked this he gave it a higher score than die hard which is pretty funny yeah that's still his worst take of all time (laughs) yes it is (laughs) but yeah
1: Predator. Predator. Uh, watched a good chunk of this again. I mean, I, I've seen it uh, about a dozen times in my life, so I didn't really need to, you know, uh, study it too closely. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that stuck out on this rewatch, in comparison to the other ones, not a lot of overt comedy here. And yeah. uh, you know, think about where Arnold is at this point in his career. He had, He's coming off a of commando. He's about to make Running Man. Um, this is. Full on campy Arnold. Period. Right. Period, uh, yes. Yeah. Kindergarten Cop is right around the corner.
0: I'm not sure I'd consider this a campy movie. It's only really campy when it when it's almost breaking down that that trope in a way.
1: Yeah. So that that was the the thing that kind of stuck out to me. It's the one movie here that just nails the tone completely. And mm-hmm. watching The Predator, and I, <laughs> I, I won't get too many of my thoughts in that movie now. Uh, it just made me marvel at the tone of this one even more because this is such a hard needle to thread here. There are comedic elements suggested by the casting of guys like Jesse Ventura and Carl Weathers and Schwarzenegger. Um, It's a on its surface, very campy eighties premise, Um, but it takes itself seriously and still manages to subvert the tropes of, you know, modern movie masculinity. Yep. And, And that's the thing that I found incredible about it. It's not overtly funny, but it's satirical. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's not uh, jokey, but it's fun. It's, you know, it's not dour and self-serious, but it's affecting and thrilling. And scary. So it yeah. it's really this unbelievable balancing act. Yeah, it's the scariest. It's the most propulsive. Mm-hmm. And it's also the smartest of this franchise. Not even close. <laughs> that last, not even close. That last one, not even fucking close. <laughs> so, um... It's amazing that they haven't been able to to return to form in this way, but it it is, yeah, as you suggested, there's so much more going on beneath the surface here. Uh, and there's a reason why it's it's now been reclaimed as a classic because it absolutely is.
0: Yeah, I know. And I talked about this. I, most of my feelings on this movie I shared when we talked about the Predator in 2017. So you're sort of echoing a lot of my sentiments. But the funny thing is, I don't. I'm not sure you were on that level when we talked about the movie. I think it's taken you as well a little while to well, get it's, there. Well, it's taken me to watch the rest of this <laughs> yeah. franchise. Is what it's taken. <laughs> yeah, I've <the> <laughs> I mean, had to sit
1: through seven of these shits.
0: Because I because I've it's one of those like great epiphanies I had when I was younger realizing oh my god this movie is really really smart and so much better than i think people understand and realizing how it deconstructs a genre and sort of satirizes it without being overtly funny was just so interesting to me Mm. but doing it in a way like you said like you said it's just it it doesn't really screw around it's it's it like all the parts that are supposed to be dreadful and 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 seething and, and nasty kind of really work and like you said it's just so scary and seeing that in comparison to some of the other ones is very interesting to me um but boy, yeah, it's, it is It is one of those movies where, you know, I watch it a lot, obviously, but I still, you know, kind of like the original Alien. I do look at this one and I'm like, I don't think this is, I think this is aged very, very, very well. There's something about the cinematography. I think Aliens age pretty well, too. Oh, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah no, oh, no, I'm oh, not saying, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm not saying interested. it, no, just like Alien, I'm like, this. This. Sh- it. it's amazing how well this is aged, it's amazing how considered the shot selection is, how like, formal the filmmaking is and laying out the pieces, which is a compliment I will give towards uh, a later film. Um, it's just it's just am- amazing for a film that, that has such a schlocky, kind of stupid premise on its surface to, you know, like, be as effective as it is. Like, I, you know, it, it, that's why the movie, in my opinion, was never given the credit, because people look at it on its surface and it's just like... Arnold fighting an alien and right they, and they Immediately dismiss it on that alone well it was A joke at the time right it's like okay who Can the terminator possibly fight now You know well like, well the idea was like who Is rocky f- gonna fight next in rocky Four? Is it gonna be oh, uh, right, yeah that the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the inspiration for this movie was Jim and john thomas were like jesus christ rocky Is he gonna fight someone on mars And then they were like oh wait a second What if he actually what did he actually <laughs> did what would that mean And they wrote this script called uh, the hunter And mm-hmm. that it was the basis for everything that Followed and at a certain point you get You know, they they go to Joel Silver and he's like, I'm going to make your movie an actual movie because Joel Silver was a wacko that would just put money into the weirdest things back then. Yeah.
1: Uh, Joel Silver, too, when it comes to this franchise, it seemed like, uh, yeah, uh, very loose with the checkbook. Yeah. It just let these guys just do whatever the fuck they wanted, yeah. which good on them for doing that. I mean, sometimes they go a little far.
0: I agree. But um, I don't care, though, like, like yeah. cause there are entries that go way too far, but it almost just makes it better to me. Yeah, because like, my, my second favorite is not the one that I think most people would consider their second favorite at this point. But that is such a... <laughs> Unique sequel I think we're gonna line up on this Yeah we are We definitely (laughs) I I had a feeling you might like this one (laughs) But uh Yeah just just But I mean mean, obviously I mean spoiler alert Like this is the movie that's getting in Yes It's not even close Right congratulations You're proud (laughs) of (laughs) (laughs) It's it's one of those (laughs) We don't need to debate alien and aliens. It's it's yeah. it's predator. Yeah, it's a gr- incredible movie. Yeah, and li- no, like I said, I've shared most of my thoughts on this on the other podcast. If you want to get my full thoughts, I would just go listen to those. Yeah, honestly, God, it, I I don't know how much I can say, ab- say the, about the it, ultimate you know? action horror movie. I think right. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. It, it it's so fu- fascinating to me that Arnold wasn't as um, aware of the joke in a way, like because he he he's really good in it. He is good. Okay, yeah. here's another yeah, funny yeah, thing. Yeah, he's P- really good. People say he's not a good actor, and I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like he does the job. But this is one of those examples where I'm like, you know something. He actually sells almost every scene he's in. Very, no, he's very kind well. of
1: playing a character. I mean, and he's also playing legitimate fear, which yes, is he, something you're not used to seeing out of Arnold. It's incredible when he has to do that. I mean, the, it's uh, it's kind of like the you know when 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 that story leaked that. Uh, the Rock and Vin Diesel and Jason Statham uh, could not lose a fight scene in any of the Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. It kind of, you know, at this time felt like Schwarzenegger was only taking roles that he looked like a badass in, that he yeah. could sort of sell action figures. And, uh, he's essentially playing the final girl in this movie.
0: Yeah. I've always, I've, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he was compelled by the idea of an action movie that turns into a horror movie. That's one of his direct quotes, but I don't think yeah. he understood what that actually meant for him right. because he is convincingly weak in this movie throughout yes. yeah, the majority of it. You always maybe not him. weak, but, um, <laughs> feeble maybe, yes. or, maybe, or, uh, or can be defeated. Not literal. Well, weak next to the predator is what I'm saying. Sure, like, like yeah. in the sense that he is completely vulnerable in a way that Arnold Schwarzenegger, and honestly, a lot of characters in movies are never vulnerable. Just yeah. the fact that Arnold gets the shit kicked out of him—he like, doesn't beat the predator. He just survives the predator. Yep,
1: yeah, I've said right? that too.
0: That's yeah. the thing. He doesn't actually get the kill shot. I mean, the predator kills himself. It's an accident. He literally—he just gets lucky. That's right. all. That's really the only reason he wins. Yeah, which I, I actually love. Totally. Although, you, as as I've said before, I'm I'm the wacko. Like, if you watch this movie in a bubble, I do think that ending, sort of in a surreal way, does make sense that maybe he died. I like that ending. Yeah, I see. I, I, don't I, don't I don't watch know. that and I'm like, oh, I don't buy that he's, shit. He's fucking, I mean, the other movie, those hate those theories. The other, <laughs> you don't hate those fucking theories. You come up with them all the time. I'll tell you the one, the one that I like
1: is, uh, is is the Toy Story 3. Oh no.
0: <laughs> That's
1: the only one that I might buy. Yeah, yeah. The idea that they die in the incinerator. It's <laughs> terrible. And the rest is like a fever dream. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, it, it, I mean, to see again, these, these totems of 80s masculinity mm-hmm. on screen to see Jesse the Body of Ventura, to see Carl Weathers, to see Bill Duke uh, get killed by this thing. Um, easily, too. Yes, easily. I mean, in horror movie fashion, mm-hmm. uh, super transgressive,
0: super ahead of its time. Yep. Um, it's taken people a long time to get there, too. That's yeah. the thing. Yep. Yeah. I only see it in the past, like... 10-15 years that yeah. people are like Oh I see now. I mean McTiernan <laughs> was always doing it yes. I mean McTiernan does it with Die Hard
1: and yep. uh, He does it with Last Action Hero mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So yeah what happened to McTiernan
0: What's he doing now What do you mean you don't know this No I don't He was in prison for like 10 years bro For doing what <laughs> He like lied to the FBI <laughs> He's in prison <laughs> He's out now He's bankrupt <laughs> He doesn't. Ha- he's, he's not in a good place Is that right <laughs> Yeah didn't know that last thing he directed was a um a video for a the one of the ghost recon video games so uh, wow yeah poor guy he was never never i mean this is something i guess like he was kind of known for <laughs> known for being sort of transgressive towards the authority too <laughs> <laughs> so yeah
1: yeah he hasn't made a movie since oh two
0: yeah his imdb just cuts off that yeah, was his last one rollerball yeah, all right. he did a movie called Basic in 2003, I guess. Oh, Basic, okay. That's with John Travolta and Sam Jackson.
1: Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, he did the Rollerball remake and uh, Thomas Crown Affair in 99. That one's okay, I guess. It's
0: fine. Wow, okay. Poor, poor McTernan, yeah. Hopefully
1: he can get back on the
0: horse. Yeah, I, I, I've liked a lot of his movies. A lot of his movies. I actually don't know anything about his crimes, though, so maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> Smart, smart filmmaker. I mean, this is a guy who's like who, who studied like Fellini, you know, in film school. Like, yeah, like it judged, like made a lot of his films with those particular judgments and very crafts oriented. He has this great quote uh, on the behind the scenes of this movie where he's like, "It's shooting in a jungle cinematically is not very interesting because you can't see anything." And I was like, oh, wow, that's an interesting point. And he's like, yeah, in order to 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 shoot anything, we actually had to cut a lot of that stuff down. Because mm. in reality, you wouldn't be able to even get in there. And I'm like, huh, very, very <laughs> interesting and practical. I sort of like his, how he's like doing production even on location like that.
1: Yeah. yeah no, clearly a more thoughtful filmmaker than some of his contemporaries. Yes. Like, uh, you know. I would say a, a, a better storyteller
0: than Jan de Bont, for example, right? Like, <laughs> well, there's a good point. No, he is kind of in the same, in the same. Did you see a Wolfgang unreal. Peterson just died by the way? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I liked, I always liked Wolfgang Peterson.
1: I like his movies too. Yeah. But again, like, you know, Air Force One and Outbreak and I mean, fun movies.
0: Troy. Like, yeah. <laughs> das Boot. Yeah. In the Line of Fire is really good. Yeah, it is really That's good. That's a really good movie. Yeah, really. I just watched it again recently. It's oh, so fucking yeah. good. Awesome movie. Malkovich is great in that. How you doing Not bad. I'm planning on killing the president. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. All right, what do we got? Moving on. All right, yeah, let's go on to, to this one. One I've been wanting to talk about for many years. <laughs> Predator 2. Yes. Oh boy. Written Hell by to the S. Oh my god. Written Hell <laughs> to the S. <laughs> Was I right or was I right in saying we should have done this on Why Is This a Thing? Nailed it. (laughs) Written by brothers Jim and John Thomas once again. Directed by Stephen Hopkins and starring Danny Glover, Gary Busey, uh, Ruben Blades, Maria Conchita Alonso, uh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton! Bill Paxton is fucking back. Oh, God. I just miss that guy so much. (laughs) And Kevin Peter Hall returning once again to play The Predator. Yes. Uh, set ten years after the events of the first film in Los Angeles, the film focuses on the Predator, a technologically advanced extraterrestrial hunter, and the efforts of a disgruntled police officer as his allies, uh, as he, oh that's not that's a that's a bit of a typo, uh, as he allies to defeat the malevolent creature. So yeah, at the time of the release, this one was kind of not well received. Actually, it's pretty hated people mm. didn't like this movie when it came out mm. and also not the biggest return i mean it wasn't a it wasn't didn't do terribly at the box office it was like 20 million for the budget and then it cost like just under 60 million mm. so yeah, it is fine I made it under 60 million yeah yeah, it's i mean it's it 57 million Got it. um there's a lot of praise for like like uh you know littler technical elements but people are like this thing is ugly and nasty and mean and uh, we don't like it but strangely over the years, it is very nasty and mean. They are uh, right. Uh yeah, it is. It, it is. is. But it's one of those movies that has developed a significant cult following. It's one of those movies that nowadays when you look at like best cult classics of the 90s, will invariably appear on almost all those lists and people have grown to really appreciate Predator 2. Mm. Uh, I'm happy to say I have always been on that train. Mm. I am the true hipster here. I've been on that train way before it was cool. I have loved this movie, uh, since I saw it when I was very young. I, I knew it was not as good as the first movie. I knew it was weird as fuck. I saw all the problems. I didn't really care just cause this is one of the most interesting sequels ever made. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you want a cocaine infused nightmare, guys? Totally. <laughs> Here it
1: is. I mean, it's just my vibe. I mean, that's just
0: <laughs> like it's.
1: And I make no apologies for it. I mean, this is just my kind of movie. It is so disgusting, and yeah. I, 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 I realize it's I, so extra.
0: It's taken me a few years. One of the reasons I wanted to show this to you because I'm like, God, it is so weirdly Nico. Yeah, because everyone is just horrible, and <laughs> yeah. and it's disgusting, and it's so urban god yeah. this movie's so fucking urban i would say offensively urban yeah sometimes is that fair to say occasionally i i, yeah. I don't i don't know do, do you love the idea i mean listen
1: i i don't really fucking care it's a predator movie from the 90s like yeah, i don't want to target this stuff too much but like you're taking roger ebert's side on this one well uh, do you love the predator as a metaphor for urban violence i don't know i, I mean it <laughs> seems a little
0: sloppy I don't know if I associate that to anything racial like he does, though.
1: Well, it, I well see this has been a complaint, though. Is that yes, I know the design of the Predator, like the way that his his uh, what do you even call those things? The, the, the things dangling from his oh the
0: dreadlocks. Well, they look like dreadlocks, but what what are they? An alien? It's speak? just it's just his hair. I mean, but he had him in the first movie, right? It's it's not supposed to reference anything. It's just Stan Winston, who also returned to do the creature effects for this too. Stan Winston makes the Predator. He's the man. Yeah. Uh, But no, he was inspired by the Rastafarian warrior. That's where those dreadlocks directly come from. He just loved that look and that design and sort of like the the, the provocative nature of it. And he always wanted to attribute it to like one of his creations. Yeah. Uh, He's collaborated with James Cameron actually on the mandibles. Fun fact, when they were on a plane, James Cameron was like, I'd like to see something with mandibles. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll put that on the face. I did see that James Cameron kind of likes AVP. Yeah, he does.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I think is very interesting. Yeah, he really likes it, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I think a lot of this stuff is unintentional. I think yes, it's I mean. kind of unfortunate, um, the way that it sort of plays.
0: I do think here, though, the... just be, Is it just because it's in a city and it's Well, and I it's mean, gang they crossfade
1: group? from the jungle to the the literal city of Los Angeles in the yeah. future. I mean, that's the opening of the movie, which, I mean, hell of a way to, like... Great. Great. Yeah, to communicate
0: your premise, but at the same time, Ugh, what a sloppy premise, you That's, know. But well, I love the, that 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 change of pace, though. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the things that made me sort of fall in love with the franchise, where it's like we can go from that setting to this setting, yeah, and it can still be pretty effective, yeah. Because unlike, there are lots of movies that use a city of environment and it sucks. Yeah, like they they just don't know how to play in that playground, and this plays right. Man, yeah, it, it doesn't stop playing. A lot of
1: <laughs> L.A. movies. Yeah, you can tell because movies are made there and a lot of directors live there. Like, L.A. is just sort of the incidental location yeah. of, of many movies, right? Mm. Even if a if a movie is set in Virginia or whatever, like, a, a street corner in the valley will take the place of Virginia, right? Like, there's very little attention paid to the actual geography of the city. Yeah. But, mm. yes, you're 100% right. Every once in a while, a filmmaker who lives there will sort of uh, take full advantage of what the city has to offer. Yeah. And this movie definitely does again uh, it's the 90s it's right before rodney king uh, yeah. i mean i i'm not reading too much into it i don't want to read too much into it but i i i do understand why the the message can be misconstrued sure i don't sure. think this is an inherently evil movie I no, think, no 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 i think not, it's an inherently kind of stupid and ridiculous movie
0: it's a ridiculous yeah and this is a silly movie for sure yeah um but I also love it. Yeah, it's so fucking fun, though. It is. It's, it's so fun. It's like, like without question, like the second most entertaining by far. Yeah, by far. Now there is debate now about like, like whether or not like, like prey is better than this one. And will t- I'll talk about what my feelings on prey. But like, this is. I've never seen anything quite like this movie <laughs> and yeah. that's very rare for a film like these. Like you don't, you don't enter a predator movie, I think, or any movie like the predator and think that it's going to be one of the more unique cinematic experiences you've ever had. Yeah. But this really is that, yeah. I mean, it is one of the. It's so visually w- unique and striking. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because Stephen Hopkins came f- off of uh, the fourth Nightmare on Elm Street film, I, fourth or fifth, I don't remember. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's another very like, whoa, what the hell is this kind of, kind of movie? Yeah. So you see how he could lend his talents to something like this. Um, and it's just so many weird flavors down from like the, going from the train scene to the graveyard scene to the open. Oh, my God. The opening to mm. the, the, the meatpacking set piece, which is it's amazing. So yeah, it's so good. It's just one of those movies where I carry so much of it with me and I just love it. I just love the texture. I love the icky vibe that just sits with you. It's so... You know, like not traditionally pleasant, but God, is it fun? I don't know. Yeah, um, it's a com, it's a pulpy comic book. That's r- really what this is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. Uh, they really,
1: um, they really push this whole action horror thing to its limit here but by, not- by sort of setting it in in L.A. and. It literally casting Danny Glover and Gary Busey I mean taking the cast of of Lethal Weapon minus Mel Gibson and just transposing them into this different franchise I, I mean uh, again Shane Black just an actor in the first one I think did a little bit of, of uh, punch up work on the script yes, and he did. Yeah. not involved in this one at all and then eventually gets to make the Predator but this is the most Shane Black movie of the whole franchise and yeah, it's kind of weird how the DNA of this stuff, uh, you know, how the, 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 the franchise is constantly, uh, re- referencing itself and sort of calling back to, um, you know, previous installments in it. I mean, Prey has a, uh, has an Easter egg
0: that we'll talk kn- about when we get there. I knew that was going to happen. I just, I, as soon as I saw that they were setting it there, I'm like, yeah, I can't, yeah. can't wait to see the gun. Uh, yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, this is just such a fascinating installment and, yeah, and it becomes more fascinating. I think what I'm trying to say it, when you consider the franchise in its totality. Yes. Uh, It's such a bananas uh, movie. And the, 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 this franchise really never has the balls to return to this sort of aesthetic and vibe. I mean, there's a shot of the predator on top of a skyscraper with lightning striking down.
0: And he's just doing this, this, this bellowy screech while holding a skull and spinal cord. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just like, you're watching it. You're like, did I snort cocaine and it's, forget? It makes you hot. Yeah, exactly. It,
0: it, it's one of the greatest simulators of doing cocaine, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And it's hyper fucking violent, dude. This, yes. this movie, I'm not sure it's. It might be more violent that, that, than that first movie, if, if, if not the literal violence, but also just like the, the feeling of the movie. I mean, they're just. This movie just assaults you, mm. and you know how much I love a movie that assaults you. Totally, <laughs> but but again, just just giving you that utterly unforgettable visceral experience. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't have done that. I guess it's not a movie that should have given me that effect, but somehow it did. Um, and I guess I also love the fact that it's. I've said this on the other pod that or, or the other show that we did a couple of years ago. That spiritually. It's nice that it's a cop drama because um, the first movie is sort of like a lot of the intention is we're done with 80s heroes like they're 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 idiots. They're meaning like we don't like what their values. It's better to, you know, go elsewhere. And this movie chooses to adopt where action movies ultimately go. Mm. You know, it's not trying to be another comment on, you know, you know, 80s action heroes. Again, it's just it's it's you know, following in that tradition that was kind of laid that McTiernan sort of laid the groundworks for, for predator and then die hard. Mm. So it's great to kind of see that. But again, as I said before, just the fact that essentially this is a movie, I mean, not essentially, it's a movie about a, uh, you know, a, a, a police officer going after the guy that killed his partner. Right. That's what the movie is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's,
1: it's purposely not a buddy cop movie. I mean, the, the buddy is killed off very quickly. Yeah. Um, and you know it's it's definitely populated with a lot of cool character actors. We mentioned Bill Paxton. We mentioned Busey, um, and there's a number of others that you would you would recognize uh, from like '80s and '90s action movies. But it, it by the end of it, it, it becomes just a really fun Danny Glover vehicle. Yeah, uh, I mean the last 30 minutes is thrilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the chase after the that's a freezer. It, it's a meat locker. Yeah, yeah, meat locker. Uh-huh. Yeah. After that to the uh, alien spacecraft I mean that whole sequence is just awesome uh, I, and yes. I think also like uh, purposely um, uh, subversive casting with Glover I yes, mean I agree you know Schwarzenegger as we said prototypical action figure is kind of uh cut down yep and here you have washed up Danny Glover from lethal weapon uh becoming
0: a victorious action hero by the end of it. That's always been the point of these movies though. It's you know to to those who have criticized other entries where it's like that guy would never be able to kill the predator. Well it's like no the whole point is that you had to resort to more animalistic yeah. uh uh like bases in order to get this thing. You can't really do it with your normal Human wits. It has to be something else. Like, I mean, the fact that Arnold essentially beats the Predator, not with his muscles, but with his, you know, his intellect. Right. That's kind of always been what it is to some degree. Yeah. You know, that's,
1: it's, uh.
0: Every single movie actually has, you know, it's, there's some criticisms towards the most recent movie for that alone, it's, but. It's one of the dumber criticisms. It's like, I've no, ever that's the point that. of it's the, so the series. It's so dumb. It's that, like, the whole point of the first movie is that the biggest badass around can't kill the Predator. Yeah, yeah. that became a very popular tweet I think I think like
1: someone tweeted it once and everyone's like yeah like why wouldn't this squad of elite killers be able to kill this thing and this one Native American girl could have but I don't know I also find it kind of weird because there's a lot of that movie devoted to like her training yeah, like they definitely do explain that she could credibly do this. That,
0: that's not a lazy movie. We'll talk.
1: Yeah, about it's that. not. No, <laughs> it do, it actually does the work. It, it just, does the.
0: Oh my god. Does yeah, it's just so work? stupid. To yeah, me. so like some st- of these things are like yes. Yes, the whole point is that absolutely someone like her could kill the predator. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the whole point. Right. <laughs> that's how, that's what it's always been, you idiots. Yeah. And one of the things I will say about like the through line of the series, even the bad ones, is that at least like you know each movie is you know obviously there's a predator in it, but it's always been about the hunt as well. To some varying degree and like what the hunt not necessarily what the hunt represents because there are entries where like the predators hunt is very different from what it is in the other movie. But they always kind of keep that notion like have the predator have him hunting people to some degree mm. why he's hunting people that can sort of change. But just keep that through line right most dangerous game, you know, and it usually works when that's the formula usually yes. Yeah, I mean the this this is another entry where it's like yeah, this predator is a serial killer essentially right yeah doesn't care who he kills you know there's the, again crosses this is where the racial thing doesn't make as much sense to me because it crosses racial boundaries all the time in this movie it's just that's sort of yeah the, no the I, notion I, of the serial killer but yeah 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 i get that the timing of this movie doesn't yeah. doesn't help it but no
1: yeah. i mean definitely that, that being said though some of the the best set pieces in the whole franchise are in this thing yes uh, the train sequence is the subway f- yeah, scene is amazing it's, it, it is amazing yeah um just you know e- even the the, the Glover uh, falling off of the pipe and then it, so and into the apartment and chasing this guy. Like, it's just, it's really good. And the CGI is definitely corny. Um,
0: There's no CGI. <laughs> they're optic. I would tell you, they're, they're optical effects. So they, the movements look better than CGI because it's actually a person doing it. It's just the, op- strangely, the optical effects are not as good as they are in the first movie. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, they're not bad, but I noticed that, oh, they... They were putting too much money in all this other shit because there's a lot of other shit Yeah, (laughs) that they didn't have as much time to do this. Yeah, definitely. That's something
1: I, I think in general, I prefer when the predator is not invisible. Not invisible yet. Yeah, yeah. I think when it, when it's invisible, I think you're definitely testing the limits of your special effects department. And I I agree. And it it doesn't always. It kind of takes me out of the movie.
0: Some movies, yes. Some movies, no. I agree with yeah. that. Yeah.
1: I think the latest one does it well.
0: Oh yeah. Well, t- again, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, but there, yeah, there are entries where it's like, yeah, you'd, it'd be nice if we saw more of the actual predator. But the first movie does it brilliantly with how it balances that stuff and how it. Re- again, it's the first movie. You're revealing what this thing actually is. So mm. there's like a double significance to the cloaking. It's not. Just this transparent thing There's more to it Yeah um, Yeah I, I love I just love this movie Complete mess uh, But not, it's so fun It's I, I'm, It's not a mess I would call it messy But not a mess Sure It's not like an incoherent film Or anything yeah. like that yeah. It's just There's It's It's Flavorful That's what we'll say
1: And also Donald Glover Calls the predator pussyface.
0: face Okay pussyface. face
1: Danny yes. Glover Not Donald Danny
0: Close enough Not childish be <laughs> That's not true at all It's Danny Glover Danny Glover Not Donald no. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm sticking with that. Not, not messy or not a mess, but messy. Yes. I, that's what I would say. Yes. Um, Danny Glover loves this movie. Yeah. loves sure. it. I love this quote. Well, yeah, He's really good in this. Really good in this. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah holds his own. Yeah. I was like, Oh, hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I, you don't, you don't need to be placed next to Mel Gibson. You fucking rock. I've always liked Dan, Danny Glover. He's the man, Yeah. but this is the movie that introduced me to him. And I'm like, this guy fucking, Oh rules. really? Yeah. Oh wow. Th- this guy rules. Yeah. It wasn't lethal weapon uh what's what's his quote he says i have two films i've done that i feel uh that i was bigger than life in in which i felt uh that i could control the space silverado for me and predator Two. wow (laughs) In predator Two, it was like uh who's the who's the baddest cat in your space (laughs) the baddest cat could say i'm gonna challenge you mano y mano i was the baddest guy in his space (laughs) i love that that's great i love that yeah this is just movie just rules it just fucking rules it's a trip weird as hell sequel but strangely like, aesthetically uh maybe it's just the film grain they're using but it's the only one that actually feels like a proper sequel oddly to that first movie mm. i don't know what that is mm. maybe the time in which it came out i don't know because the, the wish w- arnold was in it no you don't no no that's why i love the series is that it decides like it, it has the ball well, i think to, arnold just said no right? he did yeah because yeah. i i i think the the reason behind it i don't think they got uh his quote was too high or something. Okay. It, might have, it was either that or I, I, he might've also been filming Terminator two. I think yeah. that was also the other thing. So well, he, he probably turn. made the right choice. There. Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably, probably. <laughs> okay. Terminator two or predator two. What's the better sequel? <laughs> Real Sophie's choice. <laughs> hey, it is for me. <laughs> uh, awesome movie. I love it. I've always loved it. Um, but now we're getting on to some uh, weird murky water territory here. I wanted to talk about these movies in tandem because it's a bigger conversation than just the movies. So we have Alien vs. Predator from 2004 and Aliens versus Predator Requiem from 2007. So the first one is written and directed by Paul W. Sanderson. Totally. Oh, yeah. And uh, starring uh, Sana L- Lathan.
1: Uh, Sana Lathan, right? Late Sana Lathan. She's from Love and Basketball and a lot of those. Uh... Contagion. Oh, yeah, she is in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in Succession now. She, she She's one of the lawyers in Succession. She's in Contagion with Lawrence Fishburne. Totally.
0: <laughs> Look at that. Another connection. There mm-hmm. <laughs> we go. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Raul Bava, Lance Hendrickson, Ewan Bremmer, Colin Salmon. Lance
1: Hendrickson. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. He's got a good, decent cast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colin uh, Salmon. <laughs> is the name Salmon? No, it's Salmon. Colin Salmon. Close enough. All right. And Tommy Flanagan. Uh, The first installment in the Alien vs. Predator film franchise, adapting a crossover, bringing together the eponymous creatures from the Alien and Predator series, a concept which originated in 1989 uh, with a comic book written by uh, Randy Stradley and Chris Warner. So I guess this I didn't
1: know. I I didn't realize that it was a comic book and a video game franchise before the movie.
0: And so a lot of people kind of consider this to be its own franchise they don't really consider it canon for either there are easter eggs in the predator films that allude to alien but they don't yeah I
1: I read all those articles
0: Prey really says no it's not related to alien Uh Um, this yeah it's a it's its own trademark. AVP is its own trademark. It's yeah. not, it's not really alien or and not really quite predator, but it is part of the story. You're right about that. Um, yeah, I am very familiar with, with both. I've never read the comics, but I was aware of the comics before I've played the video games. And I was always really, you know, excited for the notion of a movie being made into this thing. Cause yeah, 1989 is when you get the first comics by dark horse and yeah. they only recently stopped and gave the rights over to Marvel. Marvel's doing AVP comics now. So, well, yeah, cause they, they, they just bought both of the... They bought Fox, right? And yeah, Fox that's right. And Fox had the film rights. Yeah, that makes sense. So maybe we'll be getting an Alien and Predator in the MCU, Nico. <laughs> oh, boy. It's yeah. not impossible now. Does Disney
1: <laughs> own the Marvel comic book? I imagine they do, right? If they yeah, I think they do. Marvel st- yeah, they own Marvel Studios.
0: It really just doesn't feel right. Why do they want to own Alien and Predator? Like, why? Because... Why? They want to own everything. But why? Let's. I'm sure they'd like to own like the rights to Basic Instinct too. I don't think it they matters. Are they going remake? It's like are they doing a remake? Nosferatu? I mean, whatever. Jesus Christ, they, what's the, is the next remake? Like like the Brave Little Toaster? Yeah. <laughs> God damn. I think they want everything. Everything. Yeah. Oh
1: boy. Yeah. It's, it's like in, uh, in Game of Thrones when Peter Baelish was like, "I I want everything." Well, like, that's everything means everything. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't get it. Uh. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, these are some these are some movies. Oh, you want to go ahead? You can run down the next one if you want to. Yeah, well, I'm just it's a, on it's the topic. It,
0: it is a story about a, a group of uh, archaeologists who go, who investigate a heat signature in Antarctica and uh, find a gigantic pyramid and end up getting caught in the crossfires of an ancient battle between alien and predator. Blah 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 blah. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's 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 that that movie. <laughs> talk about that movie hold on let me go to page uh, 37 Um, (laughs) let me check the appendix (laughs) oh it's that page okay here we go and then avpr do you get it (laughs) avpr uh directed the avp requiem um no wait wait, no no no, no, aliens versus predator requiem
1: we should say this is a franchise that is uh very uh specific about pluralization
0: and definite articles that's right uh, it's not just the first alien; it is aliens, right? Which doesn't make much
1: sense to me because there are multiple aliens in the first AVP movie. I know, you know what I'm saying, and there are also multiple predators. I know. So,
0: aliens versus predators. I mean, both should be called aliens versus predators. So, you're probably right. These movies suck now. Yeah, I, mean, I liked them. Be, <laughs> I liked them before, but now they suck. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, I, mean, I just, I'm, I'm not a big fan when. They plural You never like that
1: I, I don't like that I no. love it I give it a I, subtitle Give I, it a colon and a subtitle I, It's one of my favorite titlings of movies ever <laughs> Yeah I just can't keep them all straight It's like and then we add a the to the beginning And that makes it That's a problem Yeah I just that. That's really fucking dumb When when, when do the indefinite articles start getting a chance here When, when are we going to get a predator A predator <laughs> You know <laughs>
0: That's the dumbest thing. What I want to know. A pre- I'm going to see A Predator, mom. What did you just say? <laughs> Stay home.
1: How about that predator.
0: <laughs> this predator. Yeah. How I met your predator. <laughs> Not a fan. No, I, I love the S. I love the pluralization. But anyway, Aliens vs. Predator Requiem, uh, directed by the brothers Strauss, Colin and Greg. Okay, I saw this on the IMDb. <laughs>
1: Where do you get off calling yourselves a, a stupid-ass name like that? It's your first movie.
0: Yeah. Is it actually their first movie? Yeah, it is. And Joel and Ethan Cohen never even did that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they yeah, I don't know. They just went by one of their names. The yeah. other one just didn't put the name in the Yeah, in exactly.
0: The, yeah, for the longest
1: time. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah, they're what, like music video special effects guys? They're
0: actually very well-known and respected special effects guys in the industry, and they've done a lot of movies. That's really what they're known for. They just had an idea at a certain point to make an, an Aliens versus Predator movie, and they brought it to Fox, and they were yeah. actually turned down. And then a couple of years later, they just came back and said, oh, wait, we changed our mind. We want to make your movie now. Okay. So they just made their movie. The background of this movie is not very interesting. It's huh. just the first one... We got well we'll talk about this but the first movie was pretty successful made a lot of money yeah I saw that it was like 170 million or something yeah yeah pretty. It, it did fairly well so they were like yeah let's do an, another one uh, so that was that um Anyway, um, let's talk about the the premise real quick. It's set immediately after the events of the previous film, and the film begins with a predator ship crashing into a forest outside of Gunnison, Colorado, uh, where an alien predator hybrid known as the Pred-Alien escapes. (laughs) Shut up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to shove you in a locker for even saying that phrase. I want to bully you. I want to give you an atomic wedgie.
0: There's only one game that did it right as far yeah. as the name of it. They called it The Abomination. I'm like, okay. That's pretty sick. I'm fine with that. I'm in on that. The third video game called it The, the Abomination. It's
1: called the movie The Abomination.
0: Yeah. That seems awesome. And you don't quite know what it is until you see it. And you're like, it's a pred-alien. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, the pred alien escapes and makes its way to a nearby town. And afterwards, a skilled veteran cleaner predator is dispatched to kill the pred alien and the townspeople <laughs> uh, to try and escape the uh, uh, ensuing carnage. Yeah. Right. Um, terribly critically. This movie just was just fucking lambasted as it should have been. Right. Um, but it's, 40 million ended up grossing 130 million. It's pretty good. Wow It's pretty good It's
1: way better than I would have guessed
0: People These movies do fine They yeah. do pretty well
1: Yeah uh, but, And they never made a third one Right That was No There's like, not a third one in
0: development somewhere They It's been shelved They were going to do a third one But The The audience reception The critical reaction was so bad They just they, It was almost like they were embarrassed by it Even though financially There was no reason to not do another one But they're like Okay We'll just
1: Yeah they're really bad movies Yeah
0: that second one is really, really, really bad. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The worst? It's not the worst I've it's ever seen. Bad. But, uh, it's not worse than another entry on this list. I because re- I rewatched both. Oh, that's a good question. I did rewatch both, and I realized. Oh God, no! It's not even close for me. <sighs> yeah. I... To be honest, I I hadn't seen
1: the first A V P since we did the Wisest of Thing on it and did I you watched re-watching? well, I watched some of the scenes on YouTube. I didn't I didn't have the strength to give the whole thing a trick. Right, like, see there's kind of a Paul W. S. Anderson hive that's sort of uh forming on Twitter and uh, I think he's a really bad filmmaker, but he does have a style and I have to give him credit for that. I mean like his movies do feel like video game animations. Like they feel like the little story interstitials in video <laughs> games and it, it does promise or it does uh it, it does uh, deliver on the promise delivers yeah. on the poster. This is an alien fighting a predator. Yes. Wouldn't that look cool? And yeah, it Sometimes looks cool. I mean, I would, I don't know if I can, I can describe Paul WS Anderson's uh, aesthetic style in any other way other than cool. I mean, it
0: looks cool yeah that's how I feel about the movie I don't hate the first AVP it's not very good but I, I it's it's the the definition of just like cheap simple cable fare for me it's yeah it's kind of fun yeah it's got a few decent set pieces like sort of like the introduction of the predators in that movie I, I don't mind the history that I don't mind
1: like the going back like there was this ancient I mean, it, civilization that worshiped them
0: it completely demolishes the lore but if you look yeah, at it I'm but that's the sure thing if, that. if you separate it from the other movies it's fine yeah um I do think it's weird, like, like that they started making this movie and part of the conceit of the Predators in the first two movies is that they love hot environments to kind of get everything going. And they're in Antarctica. Right. That's like a common. I'm I'm not the first person to say that, but like, that's very weird to me. I suppose that's true. But it's a cool setting, I guess. I'm okay. Again, disconnected from the other two series. It's it's fine. Whatever. No, it, it,
1: it does actually have a sense of place.
0: And I will say... And
1: I don't think the characters are, like,
0: completely <laughs> anonymous. <laughs> yes. They're, no, they're not. I, I, I think uh, I, the the lead in the first movie, she's she's pretty good. She's fun. Yeah. She holds her own. Um, and, you know, I like Lance Hendrickson in it. I kind of like Raul, what's-his-name, for what he's doing. And Yul Bremer, Bremer is always the man. Yes. He's, he's just the man. Yeah. Um, I will say, um, even though I don't like the movie that much, I mean, I, I, I just, I am just, just whatever on it, even though I don't think it's a good movie. Let me say that there is an inspired nature to this movie. I will say it does have, again, has a fairly unique vibe. That's not quite like the other movies. I will also say that it's, you know, it's inspired by at the mouth of madness by HP uh, Lovecraft and you can tell. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of that there's consideration in there and you could also tell that, um, Uh, Paul W. Sanderson doesn't necessarily have a lot of love for the Predator movies, but he certainly has a lot of love for those Alien movies. Yeah. And he has expressed that on many occasions, how it's one of his favorite movies, how he really wanted to make something that was true in spirit and in some areas tone, which didn't always work, of course. But aesthetically, I can see it for sure. Mm. Yeah. No,
1: I, I think the guy is a filmmaker. I yeah. mean, he, he is... I mean, I, I, I don't want to be too mean to the Strauss brothers or whatever they call themselves. Um, The brother Strauss, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, those guys are clearly not auteurs. They're just not. Like, they just don't have a style. They don't
0: really... I mean, I, I think they can sort of spot when a shot looks cool. Um, well, they're VFX artists, so they, they can... They, yeah. they understand when a shot looks... They, I don't know if they do know when a shot looks fine, yeah. considering I didn't see many of the shots. I didn't really see but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but well, But ta- well, we'll talk about that, too. But <laughs> No, they, but I think, I think, like, yeah, Paul W. Sanderson is... I can tell when there's a
1: Paul W when Paul Davis Anderson made a, a movie like I can I can identify his sort of stroke
0: and they're di- they're highly directed and there's a lot of consideration there's there's moves again it's yeah. not, it doesn't stand out strangely but it's there's clearly someone competently helming this it's just the script is ridiculous the script it, is
1: ridiculous it is. and it kind of looks like shit sometimes sometimes yeah. but yeah, no. I, uh, watching the second one made me appreciate the first one.
0: The first one, I think, is it's it's nowhere near as bad as like what some fans will will claim. I think as just a cheap sort of generic blockbuster. That's why I called it the blockbuster. It really feels like that movie in many respects. Mm. You know that it's trying to be that. Important to remember, though, that
1: you know everyone thinks the Avengers is so cool and the Justice League is so cool, but like when you used to team up characters, it, it was when like your franchise was desperate for something else. Like it used to be a desperate move. It was yes. not a move made out of strength. And that, like that was the thing, like both of these franchises were at a point in their life cycle where they were in search of an identity and a search of somewhere to go. And yep. They were kind of thrown together and it was sort of dismissed offhandedly. It, was, it wasn't like, oh my God, Thor and Iron Man are finally together on the screen. Yep, I
0: know. So it, the, the world has changed a lot in the last 15 to 20 years. That's certainly true for critics. I think people were actually very excited for this movie and I guess that re- shows in the box office and the audience score. These were not like hated by audiences. They're like B, B plus scored movies. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Freddy vs. Jason was another one. I remember when that one came out, people were like, holy shit, these fucking horror icons. That's are a fun movie though. It is a fun movie. That's a good movie. It's a perfectly fun movie. Yeah, yeah. And this is a fairly fun movie too. It has its moments. It's not it's not devoid of merit like what some people claim. I don't mind it. Is is it like I keep saying this is it's not a particularly good movie but so what? It's 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 harmless is what I will say. I can I have been able to watch this one and enjoy it just fine. Hmm. Uh but yeah, it's pretty if you were to ask me to rank these movies, yes, it's very low. But it's not the worst. Not as low as the next
1: one which um Which I guess we're going to... Goodness gracious. (laughs) I mean... I knew you were going to despise this one. Yeah, you you called it a slasher movie before, which I agree with in terms of style. Yeah. But, man, was I not scared by any of it. I mean, I'm not sure the xenomorphs have ever been less scary.
0: It is... It's the worst alien movie. If you want to call it an alien movie. Right. It is... There are... Uh... Uh... Flashes of a good Predator movie that end with that are about as ephemeral as you can possibly be. But yeah. there are moments like where he again, even though it's just ripping off the first everything, everything that's good about this movie is kind of ripping off other movies. Yeah. Um. Like, but where he comes out of the water, it looks good, and it, it, he actually looks like a Predator. You know, I like the the design of the Predator in this. But everything I'm going to talk about positively is all superficial. There's nothing like deeper or interesting about like what I like about this movie. I guess it's just I'd man. like to see the. De- Fence. I'd like to see someone
1: like really make a full throated case for this.
0: I well, the version I saw, by the way, when talking about the cinematography and you thought solo was bad, uh, I, I couldn't see any. You couldn't see anything, I couldn't see a fucking thing. I could see a fucking thing. And I watch it during the day too,
1: and I have a plasma TV, oh so it makes it even harder. But
0: I saw this in the theaters. You did, yes, I did. I saw this in theaters. What year was this? oh seven Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Wow, uh,
1: I remember well, seeing posters for that, but I. I at that age, I never even dreamed of
0: seeing it. <laughs> An R-rated film like this? No, no way. Went with my I mean, parents. It not even on the radar. Went with my parents. Uh, very weird experience. Yeah. But they, you really couldn't see anything. You could not see anything. And I was surprised on rewatch, because I haven't seen this movie in many years. Yeah. I was like, I never noticed that detail. They have fixed the lighting very slightly yeah that <laughs> but i was noticing things that i had never noticed before because it was because the, the keying was so bad yeah it was insane but the fact that even now you're watching him like i can't see jack shit yeah. <laughs> could you imagine what it was like <laughs> for me wow <laughs> it was even worse if you can if you can if you can believe it
1: yeah i mean it's it's not just the way that it's cut or the way that it's shot i mean the lighting is as it's you just said terrible. just it. I mean, it's so dark and flat yes and um you also have a location that is dark so, and flat. I mean, it's, it's just... boring. Who cares? It's boring. I mean, how many times have we seen this movie? I know. Exactly. Exactly. You know, of the creature invades a small town USA. Um,
0: I, wait, it's just nothing characters.
1: Yeah. It, beyond nothing. I mean, there were a couple actors that I recognized. The The, the uh, military woman played Michelle on 24.
0: Uh, so there are a lot of TV characters. Stephen Pascal is a TV character. He was on... Um, uh, rescue me!
1: Yeah, there. Uh, one of the guys from Silver Linings Playbook, his buddy in Silver Linings Playbook, played J- the
0: cop, John Ortiz. Yeah, there you go, John Ortiz. Yeah. I like him. He's fine in the movie. I yeah, guess. I mean,
1: so, so, but that is the only reason I was able to tell any of them apart. I, I mean, I, I just didn't know which characters were dying when, and I didn't know like <laughs> who they were. I just because I literally couldn't see them, but also I couldn't tell the difference between them. Yeah, I know. Like, I wasn't sure when that person's love interest was being killed and who that person was married to and what the relationship is to the cop. Like it's, uh, it's just everything you're not supposed to do in a horror movie is just present here. I mean, it really shouldn't be that hard. I mean, you're making a movie about creatures that kill people one by one the only thing you have to do is make them interesting. The only thing you have to do is give them just like one fucking character trait. Just make... Oh, they don't even have that. Like in the old tropey way, just like make one guy the detonation expert and make one guy the loose cannon and make one guy like the math guy. Like, just do that. And it's just, no, there's a bunch of teens that look exactly the same and cops that look exactly the yeah. same. And there's one little girl, but I, I don't really know what her deal is. <laughs> I mean, God, it's, it's really bad. And they almost, their story, although it's... Um, uh, deeply impacted by what the aliens and predators do it it almost
0: feels like they're in two different movies and both movies are pretty fucking boring what with the monsters and the in the humans? yeah yeah no every, everything with the humans is no good yeah there are occasional moments where I have a little bit of fun with the alien and the predator action it's rare but it, it's occasionally there yeah um so there's that I kind of like the sewer fight I guess uh, I sort of like the the moment where they're at the um, fucking uh, power plant and when I can comprehend what's going on, <laughs> there are moments in the hospital where the predators fighting the aliens. But I keep going back to this. All superficial. It's for me. It's just like, oh, it's cool that the fucking predator killed the aliens. Yeah, the way. scene where but the the it. predator impregnates the already pregnant woman. And oh, the alien, the pred alien. Uh, yeah, the pred alien. That's yeah. I see. I saw that in theaters with my parents, and I was. Very embarrassed that I had brought them to that because I was like, that I'd never seen anything so horrible. In that my was life. gnarly, like, yeah. that was gnarly. But there's a lot, there's the, the movie does go for it. I mean, it kills a kid in like the first 10 minutes of the movie, definitely does. And while he watches his dad die, too, it's like, what the hell, what is this? Yeah, it really commits because one of the big criticisms of the first movie was that, oh my god, it's an alien and a predator movie and it's not rated R. And this one's like, okay, you want to see an R rated a- AVP movie, right? Let's go for it and then call it AVPR. Uh.
1: <sighs> Jesus. Oh, I never picked up on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> Pretty cute. Um,
0: this is where I come, I, I come back to like, cause this is right now with the exception of one movie for, for the longest time, it was the most reviled as it probably should be. I rewatched it and I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's terrible. But like it's just a generic slasher movie, guys. Like it's it's not the most offensive thing in the world. Like if you're like me and you've seen your fair share of generic slasher films, like it's it's better than fucking Friday the thirteenth, part three. You know, it's like whatever. It's fine. I had more fun with this than I did that. Oh, I so. like I like Friday. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hate that movie. I like it better than this. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. But they're on very similar levels to me is what I'm saying. And I really don't think one is that much. I don't think one is objectively better than the other. It is what it is. It's just a very uh, uninspired, inconsequential movie that, yeah, it's, it's not an incomplete movie. It's a movie. Uh, and we'll talk about another movie coming up and my feelings on that one. But this is like a coherent film. Well, coherent that, how? I, in well, terms of its story and show? yeah, you can follow what's going on. You don't know who's dying necessarily, but I know what happened in the movie. Like a scene, oh, okay, a scene follows. Yeah, I the can next repeat scene. the plot. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I understand why things are happening. It's just boring, and the, everything about the humanity is not there. The characters yeah, are it's, boring. It's not it's, like we're not spending a lot of time with the characters. No. We'd spend, I mean, there's a lot of attempts at character building. I just still don't know anything about them, which is almost <laughs> worse. Well, the one of the brothers is a pizza boy, and he really wants to fuck that girl. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> like, that's like 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they keep adding more. Like, they add the military wife, and they add the mm-hmm. kid, and then... They, like, it's like, we don't fucking Then care. they add we- more cops, and they add, like, a restaurant, we- kitchen staff and it's very and then they go to a school like there's a lot of characters in this and it's uh yeah, it's just confounding. It's yeah. confounding how little I know about
0: them, given the amount of time I've spent with them. But again, you're looking at it from a character perspective, as you should. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, just, I don't blame you. I'm just a lowly movie That's podcaster. Right. <laughs> That's generally what I care about and things. But it's but the characters suck. Yeah, and there's there's no attention given to them. But if you just look at it as an as a monster brawler, I've used this expression before. But if you're just looking at it for like some dumb, completely mindless fun. There's something occasionally to be, yeah. Had but even there, that but shit, like, it's not well done. But what are the stakes here? It's
1: like the alien and the predator fighting. Well, this is a end. problem. Like, yeah, I mean, like, so you you say it's a great like you loved uh, Kong versus Godzilla from Godzilla versus Kong, whatever yeah. from last it was last year came out. Yeah, but there's character to those monsters. Yeah, right? I <laughs> I think the movies, a, you know, a, I don't know, I whatever. If you like it, that's fine. It's just <laughs> not for me. Uh, but like. This yeah, is worse. At least I care about who wins that fight, right? And, and you at least don't care like about that here, no. they decide who wins, but
0: yeah, here not only do you not care, but they they give you this nothing answer of like ah, who
1: gives a shit? Let's just nuke the whole
0: thing. Well, that's the, the problem. Every, everything that the predator was fighting for is just like eh, whatever. They were gonna nuke it anyway. we gonna nuke it, it anyway. Like, what?
1: what? what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible,
0: terrible ending. <laughs> it's a
1: really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure they were trying to say something about like how futile all of this is and how unforgiving I, the universe can be. But
0: I guess no. But that, I keep I, I'm repeating myself, Nico. Again, superficially. Hey, cool that you're punching each other. Fine. Mm. And it's it's it, the predator designs one. Wonderful. The wolf predator is like one of my favorite predators that they've made since the original. Aside from the face, it needs a little work. But the action, but when he's got his helmet on and he's doing his, his shit, it's great. He moves like a predator, acts like a predator, sounds like a predator, every visually, yes, it's all there. I just, you know, wish it was in a better movie. Uh yeah. And-
1: uh, it's really bad. Yes, it's not good. No. You shouldn't watch it. I'm upset that I watched it. I'm upset that I pushed to do these movies on this <laughs> because of this one movie. It, it's just it just sucks. I mean, it sucks so yeah, hard. Yeah, it's just it's, it's everything bad about cinema, in my opinion. I just fucking I don't know. Hate if it.
0: Say everything bad about cinema, but I just wanted like, what's the point
1: of this movie? What's the point? It's like at least in the last one, they 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 uh, they they recontextualize the predator as kind of a hero. Or at least like the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. And like you kind yeah. of root for the Predator in that one. Yeah, yeah.
0: This one it's like the predator's not really a hero, not really a villain. I like the way that he's back to not being a, a hero or a villain. Uh, yeah, but he's not anything though. As a result, he's not anything. He's, he's just, engaged
1: in a really well, dumb battle he,
0: with this with the xenomorph predator combo, I don't know about that. I, I I like that he's sort of engaging in his own code that's separate from the people. It's all about like you know this this is something that's sacred for us, and it's not it's not something we want to let get out of hand.
1: Yeah, but again, nothing comes of it. Yeah, though. that's
0: the problem with the ending. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think, yeah but, but the ending kind—I of, mean—it's building towards something, right? Like yeah. you're—it's building towards this clash. Like we're finally because yeah. re- I think they tease the pred alien. They do, yes, at the end of the last one. Mm-hmm. So audience has been waiting now for three years like oh shit can't wait to wait can't wait to see this creature fuck shit up and, and it's and, just
0: terrible the way it's done yeah yeah and it's it
1: builds to that i don't know yeah. it's a shit movie we should stop talking about it i don't <laughs> like it at all
0: i don't think it's the worst okay. i don't i actually don't okay. think it's the worst. i will say officially it is the worst but i mean you think it's the worst yeah i i no. <laughs> I was very... The Predator is very bad. No, it's I was the, very convinced on on watching them next to each other. When yeah. I watched one side by side, I was yeah. like... To me, actually, it wasn't even close. Okay. It wasn't even close. I think
1: it just comes down to I can see what's happening in The Predator. Do you?
0: The, well, you know how much of that movie was, well, was cut I mean, away? I don't know, Nico. Yeah. Well... At least I remember what happens in AVPR. I cannot say that about... Fucking the predator, Jesus! I'll tell you Christ. what,
1: read, reading the Wikipedia page, refreshing myself, dude.
0: Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a mess. As I have said. The, the AVPR, it's it's not a good movie. It's mm. not a good movie. If you're if you're a gorehound, <laughs> there's mm. there's fun to be had. If you love a cool, pre- well, there's gore to be had. Yeah. I'm not sure there's fun, but there's gore. Nah, there's some fun to be yeah. had. Yeah, eyes in the beholder. Yeah, I, suppose. I get. If you like a cool predator design, this is one of the best that they've ever done. Again, I'm talking very superficially, but hey, it's a cool predator design, and he kind of acts like a predator for a change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's that. Um, but it and. My final point It's a movie It's a movie It is a movie It is a movie Yeah And we'll talk about The Predator <laughs> But on rewatch It was I, I. It was like Yeah no I was right I was. I had uh-huh. never been more certain Of anything in my life uh-huh. uh, But we're not quite there yet Talking about a, Another mm, Sort of interesting one In my opinion Yeah Ron I,
1: I like this one
0: That we're about to talk about Yeah Yeah let's talk about I it I think it's okay Predators Yeah uh, 2010 <laughs> best name for a director ever directed by Nimrod on yeah his name is Nimrod, Nimrod that's that's unfortunate yeah. <laughs> and uh starring Adrian Brody Topher Grace Alice Braga Walton Goggins and Lawrence Fishburne what a cast what a cast
1: yeah the, the Lawrence Fishburne thing is kind of a spoiler but uh
0: yeah but yeah I I, I loved that little reveal I mean that was so fucking cool being yeah I like do. Fishburne's in this movie I like I like him a lot in it too yeah, yeah. Uh, The third installment in the Predator franchise, it follows an ensemble cast of characters, uh, uh, including Royce, a mercenary who appears in an unidentified jungle among other proficient killers. They find that they have uh, been—spoiler again—they find that they have been abducted and placed on a planet which acts as a game reserve for uh, two warring tribes of extraterrestrial killers and actively look for a way to return to Earth. And this was sort of—it's viewed as like the Robert Rodriguez Predator film. Yeah, did he help develop the story? or yes. Okay. This is really more so his baby than Nimrod Antal. He, Nimrod is more of like a hired gun. Uh-huh. Although this doesn't feel like a Robert Rodriguez film to me really at all. Uh, no, but it
1: does kind of have a, a back to basic sort of bootstrap equality to it. Yeah, which that's true. I mean, definitely feels like a Rodriguez, um, feels like something Rodriguez would have pushed for. Yes. Uh, it's it's not a convoluted story. I mean, it's, it's very much ac- action
0: centric. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I yeah, I, I understand why he would be involved in something like this. But he, this is an old one for him. He wanted to make this movie back in 1994. Oh, really? Yeah, so like he wanted to do it after Desperado. And uh, what's the quote here? He said, uh, it's this... It's the story from that script that I had written way back then, and uh, they had hired me to write a Predator story while I was waiting to do Desperado back in '95. Uh, it was a, it was crazy. This thing came up, so so then it went really fast, and like in six months went by, and you know, you find your old script, and he did not word this right at all. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, regard, <laughs> fuck that. I get the point. Okay. He was he was like, eh, hey, got pushed around, and I wasn't able to do it. Then all of a sudden, it's like, Yeah, hey, let's start making Predator movies, and this is sort of off the back of the terrible. AVP movies. Yeah. It's sort of like, you know, something that those didn't really work for the predator. We want to go something that's hard and it's, it's kind of awesome. It, it, it's it focused for, you know, intensely on the horror and the action sort of in a balanced way. We want a good ensemble and we want this to be, we want this, these movies to be like proficiently made too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And, and just like a hardened film with like good direction and, and, yeah, we get um, predators, which obviously was a deliberate allusion to aliens. Um, but also, is it referring to the predators or the victims? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. One of those st- things. That stuff. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I I really like this movie. I've all I've always liked this movie. Yeah. Uh, ever since it came out, again another one I saw in theaters. I think it's the f- first ticket stub I saved. Oh, really? Yeah, still have it. That's a cool little anecdote. I, I wonder what mine was.
1: <laughs> I gotta look, I gotta go back. I have a collection. The the problem with AMC now is they give you those uh, like receipt stubs. It, it's it's printed on receipt paper and it's, yeah. it used to be the old card stock. I know. I remember I that? Know. So like th- those are really uh, easy those. to collect and save. And yeah, these it's like the 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 name of the
0: movie isn't well printed on there, so I stopped collecting them. But. I don't have as many of those, unfortunately, but I I do have the receipt paper stuff still. But okay, uh, yeah, the, I I or rather I miss the 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 card the card stuff. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, this is a this is a a fun one, a fun one. It's um remarkably self contained. Very yeah, you yeah. know, opens with
1: just a bunch of characters falling from the sky, and then closes with them still on the planet, and I mean there's hell of an ending too oh hell of an ending uh, and that's the thing that sort of hit me uh watching this it's like, clearly they wanted to go back to basics yes. um they wanted to put more badasses in the jungle to be slaughtered uh they cast remarkably overqualified actors which i like yes, um, me too. you know it's you an, like that <laughs> well i mean it's a nice in a movie like this it's a nice shortcut because like I don't have to learn anything about these characters. I can just identify, oh, that's Walton Goggins, you know? Yes, yes. So like when he dies, it's like, oh no, I can't spend any more time with Walton Goggins, you know? Like you really don't have to do much character work. The reputations of these their actors
0: perf- precede them. Their performances will carry it. Yeah. That's what happens.
1: And like there. when Lawrence Fishburne shows up, you're like, oh, this must be a significant guy, you know? Uh, this must mean something. I need to now pay attention to for the rest of this scene. Yep. Um... So that was cool. I mean, again, like you said, uh, Mahershala Ali is in this. It'd be crazy seeing him in this, right? Right before he's about to take off. Um, I, I had not seen this movie, um, so this was probably your first exposure to him. Uh,
0: Trejo, as you said, a Topher for Grace. It's a weird casting choice. <laughs> a weird casting choice and a weird character, but he's fun. We'll talk about the ca- the castings of a big point of contention with this movie. Perhaps the biggest point of contention with the fans of this movie and non-fans. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you like Brody? No, this is one of those decisions where it's like if they were casting brody as schwarzenegger no i would not have liked it right but they're casting him as this like nearly reclusive yes a weirdo mercenary right that is always on he's always working um he's always analyzing a situation and he's someone you don't really want to be around for too long he's not a pleasant human being and i actually think he plays that part fairly well if if adrian brody's ever going to hold the gun this is the only way you'd have it to you'd have to do it i would say what else did he do on the action front king kong yeah not really that's my point though like if he's gonna hold the gun this is a fine character to use him for yeah no i think he's i like him in this movie i'm surprised if if you liked him i I, I was sure you were gonna hate him in this movie no but... i didn't hate him okay i actually didn't
1: i thought i've always thought he worked pretty well yeah i think he has a kind of a cool energy mm-hmm. i agree uh, um yeah i mean he's not arnold but he's not supposed to be nope. um yeah you know I mean, the predator, the predator does a similar thing by casting overqualified actors. And here it feels like they're kind of playing to their strengths more where and they're taking it seriously. Well, that's the, the other, other thing. thing is, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're taking it seriously. Yeah. Um, they know what movie they're in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, listen, I don't think that this is a masterpiece or anything. No. I mean, it's, it's uh I would probably put it below predator two in my rank. It
0: is below predator two for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I did appreciate how, um, you know, it's just another movie about mercenaries getting picked off. Yep. Uh, and yep. the little character twists along the way are cool, but, like, they don't make or break the movie. I do think, though, that the, the, these movies thrive when they are uh, uh, character-centric, not predator-centric. And the predator can sort of just represent a sort of chaotic force on the outside, yeah. and you learn something about the human condition. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. You know, and and that's what and this movie is. It actually does that strangely, yeah. right? And the further you get away from that, the the less you're sort of commenting on masculinity or or a man versus nature or all this other stuff. I think the the worst these movies get.
0: Well, there are only three movies in my opinion that stray away from that. Like all the other ones, like only the bad ones are the ones that aren't character centric. The first one, the second one, this one and Prey are very character centric. All of them. Right. And yeah, like that, that's part of the reason why, um, um, I I forgot why I think Rodriguez didn't work on it because he was working on Machete, but he wanted to hire a director that could handle a character focused action movie. So that's you know so that's why Nimrod was hired. But just the conceit of this is a character driven story from the get go is you know it shows that you're 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 starting on the right foot. That's for sure. There are a lot of people that would just kind of splooge over the Predator, which is what you know those other movies essentially do mm. um but this one doesn't do that again it takes a, 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 a sort of a f- familiar pr- approach of grounding it with the, these characters and their fear of the situation and there's just that great reveal when they realize they're on another planet mm. which is just an awesome sci-fi concept by the way yes it's like the idea of like when aliens abduct you they're not going to run experiments on you they're going to dump you on this other planet and yeah. hunt you yeah school. it's literally it's the a, most dangerous it's game it's a now. fucking great idea i yeah. love the premise of yeah this just to, for practice yeah and they're the critics of this movie say something that makes no sense to me but this is one of my favorite um uh um i guess you could say developments of the lore i just love the idea of this i love the predators do this i love the notion that there are two different kinds of predators that they're feuding that these ones that are hunting the characters in this movie are kind of like these dishonorable ones that where, where it's like most predators wouldn't behave this way Mm. these ones are like like prisoners who like escaped and they're they're doing illegal things i just kind of love that notion it's really cool
1: (laughs) yeah and yeah they push it forward while also returning to the jungle i mean we're making another jungle movie there's gonna be more booby traps I love myself a booby trap
0: (laughs) love a Rube Goldberg machine there's a lot of these in this movie but I will also say when you're talking about the jungle uh, first of all I don't think the setting does feel like an alien planet in the sense that every other scene it's like a different kind of woods so there's and that's because there are scenes where they shot it in Austin Austin looks very different from Mexico which is the other location so you'll go to like a jungle and then you have these pine trees in like the dog scene and you're like what the hell where are they now and then you the quarry with those weird rocks and you know then you get the spaceship scene. There's a nice like variety in the texture of this movie. Yeah, and, like where they escape the ship, and it's like there's this weird storm that covers everything. And this is my other point: when people say it looks and feels like the first movie, no, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It's yeah. not even shot like. Well, there the first there are movie. parts of it
1: that do, but it's it, you, yeah. It's, that's actually a really good point, though. That it does have a lot more variety in
0: terms of yeah, but it's not claustrophobic the first movie is extremely claustrophobic and I was actually studying this on rewatch. Yeah. I was like, there's a lot of like big epic like wide shots and the characters move around in this space all the time. There's not a lot of like camera obstruction as there is in the first movie to make the the jungle feel like it's like it's closing in on you yeah yeah, like this movie's like a chase like they're running away from the predators where it's like the first movie they're standing put like just spinning around making sure it doesn't come at them right where the encouragement comes yeah i think about like that sword fight sequence which is really good that's actually probably my favorite scene in the movie it's so classic
1: samurai yeah it's it's just all it is definitely um but yeah that that thing is shot Aerially at points, like you, you, you actually do have like a a good awareness of the space. Like you're not getting lost on this planet. Did feel like the characters knew where they were Mm -hmm. at several points, and they were able to like develop a plan and actually like you know they they were a credible threat. Yes, to these predators. Whereas in the original, yeah, they're they're just sort of waiting to be slaughtered.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, yeah, love the ending of it. Love the ending too. I mean. I have my feelings on the credits, of course, which is a bigger problem I'd like to talk about because I mostly really like this movie. I, I don't know what you what you mean. Well, the music. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. In a bubble. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd be curious to show this to someone who's never seen the first movie, but uh, I have always contended that um, there are three issues with the movie. I mean, one of them is that there are a couple casting decisions, even though I like the ones that people don't normally like. There's just one in particular I'm like, never worked who is it and it's Topher Grace even what's a weird character e- well I know but even when th- the point is like he's not supposed to belong right and I like that idea but even when they reveal why he's there he still feels distracting to me it doesn't quite work I just don't think he had the chops yeah, to pull the, this off it, nor did you really need that twist no yeah. and also like what are the predators like doing are they like detectives like cause like serial killers are <laughs> <laughs> serial killers try not to be seen well, I think
1: he's a I I was he in prison? No. Did they take him from prison or was He, he says he's a murderer. He's a Yeah, freak. but he mentioned something about how he wants to be around the monsters cuz back at home he's he has this reputation almost. So I
0: was wondering is he no. like on the FBI's most wanted list? You're reading into that. No, he's just a, when he says I'm a monster, it's like, "Oh, you're a serial killer that kills."
1: People. Oh, I I thought he no. meant like he just can't live there. Like he just like <laughs> He's an outcast back at home,
0: but here, like he can be like, free. He could still be a serial killer. Most serial killers are outcasts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just think that was kind of weird screenwriting. Frankly, it's unnecessary. Definitely, I don't. I don't like his inclusion of the care. I love what they were going for, but it doesn't quite work. Also, when he identifies a, a, a plant from an alien planet, I'm like, what? <laughs> what a little, little just as i suspected. exactly yep <laughs> a cofructus leonogensis that is really really poisonous you can tell i've seen this movie a bunch uh, I, I hate myself for being able to quote that just now <laughs> i got it just right
1: uh, you've read like all the medical journals all the like predator universe medical journals too that's the thing about you is you like you, you really like to understand the science you know i'd like to be a predator there you go. yeah i'd like to <laughs> transition into a predator you're like jacob tremblay <laughs> that's what you do every night you dress up as the predator
0: are you saying i'm autistic man is that
1: a complicated fucking subplot huh
0: <laughs> we're not there yet i can't believe we're not there yet but any- <laughs> <laughs> anyway yikes anyway, anyway um yeah, so, so that, that's one problem. I, another problem I have, um, uh, this film has, you, again, I have to stress, I do actually really like this movie, and I think it's super entertaining. I like the cast and the action sequence fucking rule, uh, particularly that first camp interaction just mm, really fucking hits. It's, it's great. And the, the the third act is awesome as well. It, this movie's just really solid and entertaining and also super well-directed, much more well-directed than it has any right to be. Mm. Um It has perhaps two of the worst scenes in any Predator movie for me, and they both concern Alice Braga's character. Um, When she reveals that she uh, interviewed dutch from the first movie yeah. just to try to tie it together i'm like I, I i'm okay taking leaps for movies but i can't do that one man yeah that is just you didn't need to do that right you didn't need to do that at all i don't know like we we as the audience know who the fucking predator is you don't right you don't need to explain it to us for god's sakes i don't care if, and that's what, the best thing about some of these movies is how they don't tie to that first movie sometimes right Particular i mean when they do it's minimally but i like that they're their own separate adventures yeah you know but that that always really bothered me mm-hmm. um it just it was just so unnecessary and kind of pandering to the audience i hated it and then finally even worse is when she just espouses the theme of the movie and i'm like what the hell this is like the worst bit of screenwriting i've ever seen in my life it's just like we are the pre- she literally says we are the predators <laughs>
1: Yeah. Jesus. It doesn't really have the same ring to it as if it bleeds, we, we can, can kill
0: it. You know, yeah. it's not or not quite what the, the some very simple. What the hell are you line?
1: Yeah. Very, you know, very
0: clever. Yeah. No, it's not a perfect
1: movie, obviously. And no, it's, no, no,
0: no, no, no. I'm not. And I'm not saying that. But yeah, <laughs> kind
1: of a relic of its time too. like it's we, we had not quite reached the elevated horror period of filmmaking in 2010. I mean,
0: stuff like this was supposed to kind of be campy and, and corny and but it is. It's surprisingly serious though. It, it is. is. It is. Prior to the the most recent one, I would have said it's actually the most like serious of the bunch. Yeah. It's almost it all it almost gets into like dour territories where fucking Yeah, the fish print stuff is for sure. Oh, that's a great like here's the thing. Like when people like criticize like the exposition scene where like the in a horror movie, like there's the ghosts expert who explains what the ghost is doing those scenes almost never work and this is perhaps the best example of that that i can think of because his explanation is freaky yeah and there's just something to the music in that scene and the way it's cut together and everyone's reactions where you just feel stuck and hopeless and you really don't quite know what's coming and i just like ooh, it it gives me chills every time he he explains see they learn quick they adapt (laughs) (laughs) they're always listening they're out there Always. He's really Fish. good. Fish. You watch King New York yet? Uh, no. I, I got to tell you about all the movies I've seen. But um, also...
1: Well, I'll just spoil this right now. We're doing an Able for our podcast yes, next we week. we are. We're finally doing it. It's about time. It's, it's <laughs> one <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> our fucking boys. And we are... Uh, I hope that podcast goes four hours, personally. He's all of a sudden become one of my favorite filmmakers. Dude. Just wait for this Fishburne performance in King of New York. I've seen that commentary and already I'm like it's I mean he's (laughs) he's on another level (laughs) like you'll watch that movie and you're like how did this guy not become Denzel Washington (laughs) wow like how like he's so good in that like he just steals every scene out from under some of the great character actors of our day like Mm. Walken's great in it but it's Fishburne's movie wow he's so good
0: Full of bullet holes Puta (laughs) Uh, Look at Buscemi uh. Look at Buscemi
1: Look at Buscemi (laughs)
0: The the sight of Buscemi Makes him laugh We have to play those On the show next (laughs) week Oh my god For those of you That
1: haven't heard the comment Abel Ferrara's DVD commentary On King of New York And The Driller Killer they are just the funniest things I've ever. Some heard. of the great YouTube videos belong in the YouTube Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Did I show them to you? You did. Yeah, it's very, very ha-
0: amazing stuff. What's the line? Uh, oh, this guy is the king. This guy king. is the king. <laughs> <laughs> king. <laughs> This guy radiates New York. It's this like he's like the Chernobyl of New York. That's, it's fucking it, it's the best because it's, you, you it, we've only we only watch
1: the two minute highlights on YouTube, but like a minute and a half of it is him just like lusting over a beautiful woman. I know. <laughs> He'll just be like, yeah, look uh, at this chick. Imagine uh, this chick looking at you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I tell you, I made this movie just to get next to this chick. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Right. So you've heard this now just total misogyny and objectification <laughs> for two minutes. And then just randomly he'll go, yeah, this chick here I almost married. That's my favorite
0: part. <laughs> it's the best. I was dying laughing. <laughs> I almost married. It's such a... <laughs> It's like it's the. So it's such like a broy New York thing to say. It's like I don't. It's it's. See bold. this chick,
1: Carrie, almost married. Like he actually
0: like <laughs> uh, he, he drops the act, and he's like, no,
1: legitimately. Like I was getting so much action in the
0: eighties. I know. <laughs> What's the? Oh God, it's it is the fun. It's really is the best. What's the line where he says like? Oh, I have said this before in the pod. Where he's just like, oh, I was so in love with this woman, it was pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> It's <laughs> the shit. It is the shit. Oh, it makes me laugh so much. So uh yeah, we're doing we're doing able for our next week. Right. Be on lookout. All right. Um my last criticism with Predators and I then I guess I guess we can move on. Cause uh it would be impossible for me to get mad at this movie, of course. I mean aside from the fact that I really like it. But um it's 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 a movie that has a tremendous amount of passion behind it and enthusiasm behind the camera, which is cool. I really, really like it in that way ironically though um it the, the movie's i think biggest failing is that it's too in love with that first movie yeah there's just like you know yeah i didn't mind that though I, i'm like oh this feels familiar to me and but it they, but it's not clever in the callbacks and there's yeah. a lot of there's like even for movies of this era that would call back to films you know that they were sort of rebooting like this is just too much and on rewatch i i, I picked up on like 50 of them within the first like like two acts Mm. the the two acts uh yeah it was it was a lot it was a lot Uh, yeah i mean
1: i guess i i had this was i think the last one that i watched okay and all of these movies felt so random and it was such like a roller coaster and and this one it kind of felt like oh i'm I'm in good hands again yes i agree um
0: but yeah no it's a good movie i like it yeah yeah well since since the original um it's since the first two anyway it's the one that feels like the most like the first one i guess but i i will to, to the critics of this movie it does have its own energy it doesn't quite feel like that first movie it does feel sort of unique in its own way i yep. i like it yeah all right so let's uh just do, we, do this do we even want to talk about this movie? we've done it a lot
1: but i think yeah we have to return
0: christ all right the predator uh, released in 2018, directed by Shane Black. Did it come out September 2018? Was, oh, I forgot to mention, AVPR came out December 25th. Wow. came out in Christmas. Merry man. Christmas. What the fuck? <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Wow. Oh my God, ridiculous. Yeah,
1: that was the, the one uh, tip-off, because I, I remember we were excited for this movie, like mm-hmm. the idea of Shane Black doing a Predator, returning yep. to the franchise that he starred in, mm-hmm. at least had a minor role in in the first place, and sort of yeah combining his like 80s buddy cop sensibility with this material was really interesting but then i saw that it was coming out in september and that was a
0: that was a red flag yeah when movies are released in september major I mean, red, flag. red flag yeah, yeah um,
1: unless it's like an oscar bait
0: thing like if your blockbusters getting released late august early september like this one not good no bueno yeah september 14th um but anyway, yeah, written and, and directed by Shane Black and also co-written by Fred Decker from Monster Squad. Yay. He's reuniting with his buddy. Uh, starring uh, Boyd Holbrook, Travante Rhodes, Jacob Tremblay, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, Olivia Munn, Thomas Jane, uh, Alfie Allen, and uh, Sterling K. Brown. It, uh, it follows a group of... PT... Stop. Stop, Nico. It, it stars... <laughs> it, Jesus. It follows...
2: Trigger. Traeger!
0: What the... It's hard to push on through this one. Yeah. It follows a group of PTSD-afflicted soldiers and a scientist. It does? I guess. Could have fooled me. (laughs) And a scientist? I had no idea she was a scientist. (laughs) I don't care that she was in that lab scene. She didn't feel like one to me. Uh, And a scientist who must team up... And an autistic boy. And a convict.
1: Like... Uh, yeah it's not just that it's lots of stuff there's a lot there.
0: of yeah a lot of random ass characters in this yeah uh, there's in Sterling K. Brown the, the you know the government uh, executor right yeah the guy who must kill everyone for no reason yes Um. Uh, anyway all these people must team up to fight off an invading pair of predators and discover their plans for mankind <laughs> this movie fucking sucks I yeah. hate it I really hate it yeah. on rewatch it was confirmed for me as to how bad this thing was um Uh, Man, like I, 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 I started just, you know, examining the editing because occasionally, you know, you do with movies that are this bad. Man, there are scenes where characters change their clothes shot to shot and then go back to the clothes they were wearing prior (laughs) happens a lot in the movie. I never noticed that. I mean, particularly in that third act. Whoa. But there's like the scene where the the guy gets his legs chopped off by the shield at the end. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing a red jumpsuit, essentially, in the van. And then he goes out to get the dog. And he's wearing uh, green camis. Yeah. Uh, There's just lots of that. I mean, freaking uh, Boyd Holbrook's jacket and pants change in between that torture scene. Uh, Goodness. The, the, the movie, man, I was. Unaware of how much how many characters actually die too. When you look at that lab scene, it's insane. Yes. Uh, When you look at the finale, it's insane. Yeah. And we know that the woods. We know that, but like it's even worse when you like slow it down for a second. Again, like like with the second A V P, like you're not even sure what character dies at at some points. But but the crazy. But it's even worse here. Like there are major characters that die that you're unaware of when they died. Yeah. Like the all the characters that you're unaware of who died, Like like you know when that girl died in fucking AVPR because it's like the coolest fucking scene in the movie it's like yeah. whoa that's a fucking awesome kill yeah. it's the best thing about that movie yeah. Um, but this one yeah you don't I had to remind you when we watched it that Sterling K. Brown died you right. didn't remember yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's become sort of a, a
1: phrase for you, right? You kind of, you coined the phrase Traeger death. The Traeger death, yep. I'm very happy with that one. Yeah. There's
0: been a few. I mean, Sam Jackson in Deep Blue Sea, I guess. Almost a Traeger, not quite. Not that, quite. Because it's so, because you know what happens. Yeah. You know it's there. It's like what, it's one of the more iconic. Yeah, things but there. it's it's sort of random and out of place and is immediately dispensed with. It's very quick. I would say Halloween Kills has a bunch of Traeger deaths. How would you define the Traeger death? The Traeger death is the death of a major character that you, that you didn't know died, essentially. Okay. The death of a major character that you didn't know died, usually on account of poor editing and yeah. poor filmmaking in general. Right. Uh, I mean, do you, you remember uh, Boyd Holbrook's wife? I, I, I vaguely remember who the character is. I don't remember her dying. Though. Do you remember what happens to her? No.
1: She runs upstairs. We never see her again. Wow,
0: <laughs> there's a scene where the predator comes into her house. yeah, I remember she's like mailed the package or whatever and she doesn't want him to come over. She runs upstairs after the predator, busts into her house and stabs a dude in the dick uh and we never <sighs> see, we never see her again. Goodness the, it and even the sh- stroll to to credits the the that cut to black and the credits coming up this it's it's not a completed film. No. There's nothing about it feels like a completed film. It feels like a very bad test screening that they just a first test screening that they just went with. I mean, it is a unmitigated disaster. Yeah. I mean, you, you read some of the behind the scenes stuff. Um,
1: there are were a lot of reshoots. There were a lot of reshoots. Yeah. I, I know like the climax in the woods was supposed to take place during the day at first and it tested poorly, so they reshot it at night. And <laughs> yes.
0: That might be part of the reason why you don't know that Sterling K. Brown dies. There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that that I was researching and not when I say that, I mean, I couldn't find much. This movie is kind of hush hushed, which makes me think that there was a lot aside from the reshoots. Yeah. You know, but like there's the, the first big red flag was this thing that popped on the internet with predators riding around in a Humvee with the soldiers. <laughs> yeah. And they're wearing like, like army gear and they're allied with the humans. So, and you can see that in the trailers. There, there's the, the trailers have scenes that just weren't in the movie at all. Yeah. I do remember that and like a lot yeah like all of it takes place at night this movie and there's a shit ton of scenes in those trailers that takes place during the day yeah uh, which looks cool but yeah whatever um, yeah so that pissed a lot of people off and they're like we don't want this so they got rid of that and then the first test screens came out and they were not glowing. And then the studio de- demanded reshoots. And Shane Black was kind of hush hush about that because he was like, it's fine. We just needed to fix a few things. Didn't he cast like a friend of his that was a pedophile and, yeah, and Ali- they had to cut that scene at the end? Only well, Olivia Munn demanded that it be cut. She yeah. didn't like sharing the scene with him. So she's like, you know, you, I'm not going to do this if, if this scene, you know, is in the final. Thing. Yeah, but no, but she didn't know about it until the cut was done. Like, I think there was a there was a controversy that leaked
1: online, and so they, they couldn't really shoot around it. They couldn't, like, figure out a way for the I think, story to make sense.
0: Well, I think she was the one who—she figured it out on her own, though, to okay. my understanding, and came to the studio with it. So there was—yeah, there was a cut, but uh-huh. but I'm not sure the internet tipped her off. Or if they did, it wasn't terribly publicized. The story right now is that she figured out Got it. that there is—this this guy's a sex offender, and he should be cut out of the movie. Got it. Um— Also, Olivia Munn is... Yeah, I mean, I know. But like... Yeah, okay. Up there for... You don't have to pick on Olivia Munn, though. In this movie, I do. Yeah, there's there's a lot of bad performances in this movie. I know, but she's the worst as far as I'm concerned. She is up there for me on rewatch, because I was so baffled by the movie when I first saw it. Um, But she's up there with me with Henry. I really (laughs) hate everything... Conce- Another
1: movie with Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. What's up with this Tremblay kid?
0: But like the writing. He sh-
1: shared the screen with an Oscar winning performance at one point And then it was Olivia Munn and the kid from Book of Henry.
0: <sighs> Every line of dialogue she has is, a, is like this smug, stupid, you said a dumb thing. Now I must correct you. Even though she says a, a plethora of things that don't make any fucking sense. There's a scene where she's first introduced to the to the you know the the, the the lab and she turns the corner and she sees the predator helmets and the gun in the window and she's like that's alien technology and i'm like how do you know that's alien technology yeah it's not her fault though i mean i know it's not her fault <laughs> I but, mean. but like one of the one of the the well she's just a thumb of a person in this movie just yeah. like the most boring uncharismatic thing you can imagine every time she's on screen it hurt me <laughs> i just really hated her performance in this i mean the writing is worse i would say yeah. the writing for her character is tremendously worse in every respect um but jesus christ she she just doesn't make any sense in this movie at all and i, I have no idea why they cast her she's have you ever liked her in a movie
1: no i like her in magic
0: mike i think Oh, she is a Magic Mike. She's okay, Magic She's
1: Mike. the, the uh, yeah, the girlfriend.
0: I forgot about her in that. Yeah, or, she's I don't fine. know
1: girlfriend, but the, the friend with benefits. She, uh, she's fine in that? Yeah, I mean, she kind of has a, an icy energy in that. Soderbergh kind of taps into Because sure. she's a very icy person. That's the thing about her. Um, you know, very lovely and attractive and I'm sure very nice woman, but. Uh, yeah, there there is something about her. It's like I I don't know what's going on behind the eyes. And I think in Magic Mike when, you know, Soderbergh was casting just as sort of, um, yeah, casting a sort of cold, heartless person. He, I think he I think he nailed that. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, here doesn't. I mean, doesn't make sense. The yeah. newsroom. I remember. I don't. Uh, have you ever seen the newsroom? The Sorkin show. Yeah, it's just totally
0: distracting. She's a main member of that cast. And yeah, I feel about the same way about her here. Yeah, doesn't yeah. fucking work. You are one beautiful motherfucker. It's a terrible line. Yeah, running after the predator in tennis shoes—that's always that just cracked me up. Seeing her run and jump, jumping, jumping on the the bus when it's moving like fifty miles an hour—it's <laughs> just everything they do. Not not just her performance; just everything they decide to do with her character is nauseating to me. Yeah, aside from how nauseating the film already is. <laughs>
1: Super. Uh, <laughs> it's a yeah, fuck, I,
0: fucking awful movie. Yeah,
1: I, again, reading the Wikipedia summary, uh, I just hadn't, I didn't remember any of it. Exactly. Um, it, it's uh, it's crazy. I, I did remember the Jake Busey callback character. That's supposed to be the son of Gary Busey's character in uh, who's, Predator who, 2.
0: Whose top half is just suspended in perpetuity. Yeah. I know, you know, his legs fell. Yeah. Where's the top half of his body? Good call. <laughs>
1: that's probably the he's probably the best part of the movie
0: in what predator 2
1: no the the, the, no no i'm not talking about i'm talking about uh, jake Busey here what (laughs) is he who's the best part of the
0: movie Uh, sterling k brown okay yeah i mean he's not good but like sterling (laughs) k brown is objectively the best one yeah i mean he is having a blast we took a vote predator's cooler right (laughs) fuck yeah (laughs) When he said, dude, on rewatch when he says, (laughs) Dr. So-and-so, would you like to meet a predator? I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't believe I'm watching this shit again. Yeah, no, you do get a glimpse at the movie that Black wanted to make, though. It is one of the worst scripts ever written. Yeah, It is worse than the AVPR script. At least that one is just like it, aliens. Yeah. I can follow that shit. It makes sense. Hard to
1: tell where this all went wrong. I mean, it, <laughs> like I told you, it did make me appreciate the original just because like you, you imagine Shane Black is the perfect match for this material. Right? At least on the surface, it appears that way. It's a sort of uh, a campy genre franchise yep. that has one foot in the sci fi world and another foot in the 80s buddy cop world. And, like, he is the guy that helped develop a lot of these tropes. He, he can't help but take the piss out of things, though. He's always done that. That's yeah, just how I, he is. But I, I think that's the thing. Like, if you play it straight, the Predator already takes the piss out of, of stuff. Yes. Right? Like, and that's what the original movie nails. And, mm-hmm. um,. Yeah, here it's 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 just so wrong. It's so very very wrong and, and dated too. And it's super dated. Yeah, this so man. unserious mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's uh, th- there are glimpses like like you said. I think like St- Sterling K. Brown at least knows what movie he's in. It's mm-hmm. not a good one, but he's at least in it. Yep. Uh, and his performance is consistent with that. And <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there is a version of the Predator that works as a comedy, but um, I
0: don't know. It certainly doesn't work here. The evidence is not very strong to suggest that. Shane Black can't do it. Shane Black's a good comedy action writer. This should be his bread and butter. Right. But it's not. It didn't work at all. Uh, It's just, yeah, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe there's a version. I don't know what that version looks like, but, you know, I guess anything's possible. Right. You never really know. I I, know When I when I first saw Predator 2, I don't think I would have necessarily considered that, you know, we could go back to, you know, colonial times and see a predator there uh, until they end that movie. And they're like, oh, maybe we can. Hmm. And it opens up this nice this nice array of things. So, yeah, who knows? Um, God, it's not a movie, though. Mm. And I rarely say that you and I, we've, we've brushed up a you. You will sometimes say that's not a movie. And I'm like, yeah, it was a movie. No, but this ain't a movie. (laughs) <laughs> this is not a finished movie. This is this is a a hodgepodge shoved out the gate movie where they were just desperate and it didn't even do well. It was 88 million. It cost 160. That's this is part of the reason why we ended up getting a Hulu release. Part of the reason. Oh, yeah. It wasn't I, a COVID tr- helps, but yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah, it wasn't a tremendous success.
1: No, it's it's a
0: it's a piece of shit and it yeah,
1: it does have that sort of franchise building cinematic universe
0: bent to it, especially with the ending
1: yeah um yeah it it teases more installments I mean it's a really sprawling cast uh um yeah it it, it is it is a marvel movie in it is ways. it yes. feels so much like like that that spaceship action set piece at the end but uh, the force field is um I mean it's it just screams Atlanta office building
0: guardians of the galaxy too that's all i was thinking yeah yeah but like it looks way worse exactly the worst possible version way 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 Uh way worse uh yeah
1: (laughs) this is really bad and yeah you mentioned before you sort of hinted at the autism aspect
0: which is just wildly offensive and uh predators hunting autism that's actually the plot of the movie he's trying he's hunting the aut he's trying to take the autism out of jake jacob trendley and use it in him to be a better hunter that's the plot of the movie
1: yeah uh why is Jacob Tremblay in this? It's so fucking weird. It's so stupid. It's so... Like, yeah, this is why... uh, Yeah, you can't blame Predators. I mean, that's not a perfect movie, but uh, that just recognizes
0: what it is. Like, it's stripped down. It's back to basics. and, And even though it's terrible, so does AVPR. It just knows it's a stupid slasher movie, which is fine. You know, these movies always were conceived as elevated B movies. this is you know, so it just says we're gonna cut out the elevated and we'll just make a stupid ass B movie. Hmm. yeah, like AVPR to me was way better to me it wasn't even close. uh I I like in this movie isn't even like that oh it it was you know it, we've talked about this on the other pod where it's like I would rather be you know sort of like I would rather be offended than just bored. yeah this this almost transcends that this is just not pleasant it's something else it's like it it goes into the realm of confusion that really just bothers me Mm. it's not an experience i ever want to sit through again i would much rather sit through avpr again much rather this one just hurts so bad and it's confusing and yeah at least like i can i hate what the i i can
1: i can have fun like picking out the the parts that suck you know yeah. like i can at least like sort of hate watch this I, this I, one yeah i don't know if i can really hate watch avpr i mean that i mean that it's just it's so muddled like th- that's how is this not muddled no it is yeah. but, but it's like at least like i can you know i can laugh at the stuff that is overtly bad yeah, i mean yeah, it is yeah. one of those movies that is overtly bad yes exactly. and I, it, with a few drinks in me i think like I, I could salvage some fun here i i don't know if that's Possible with AVPR Well I, okay, ha-
0: I It's a useless conversation Both these movies Fucking suck yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really it, It's splitting hairs uh, See it's- I have had Some fun occasionally In certain scenes With AVPR yeah. Whereas like no I This one especially On rewatch I was like wow There's just nothing Fun about this At all There's nothing I'm not enjoying A single conceivable Thing about this Yeah, Down to like The minutia That's very rare That like The tiniest decisions Are bugging me Mm. uh yeah and also yeah like i said not not really a movie (laughs) so all right let's move on this is a lot of bad vibes here i fucking fucking hate this movie so much
1: we should try to be a little more positive yeah yeah
0: yes let's be way more positive actually way more positive as a matter of fact we're going to pray from 2022 just released pray just yeah yeah interesting interesting little title there directed by dan trachtenberg from 10 cloverfield lane uh, that, and that and
1: uh, also that Black Mirror episode uh, with Wyatt Russell. I forget what it's called. I have not seen that. But he directed... Have you watch Black Mirror,
0: no. Mm, no, you I would
1: haven't. like, you would enjoy... I probably would. You would enjoy certain episodes for
0: sure. Uh, he also directed the pilot episode of The Boys, so...
1: There you go. Watch Trachtenberg's episode of Black Mirror. That actually might be the most Adam episode of that whole show.
0: One of his big claims to fame was a short film for the game Portal. So I've, I've seen that. Okay. okay. It's very good. Let me find the name. <laughs> <that episode. laughs> He's going to send it to me. Uh, Playtest. Ah, okay. Playtest. Really good. Playtest. Playtest.
1: Just a, yeah, just an overt... Uh, Horror
0: movie, essentially. Oh, cool. That episode. Yeah, really good. All right, awesome. Really good. Maybe I'll check it out. Anyway, uh, this film stars Amber Mid Thunder, Dakota Beavers, Michelle Thrush, uh, Stormy Kip, Julian Black Antelope, uh, Bennett Taylor, and Dane Deligro as the Predator. Uh, the story revolves around Naru, a skilled Comanche warrior who is striving to prove herself as a hunter. She finds herself having to protect her people from a vicious humanoid alien that hunts humans for sport, as well as from French fur trappers who are attacking her people and destroying the buffalo they rely on for survival. Pray. It was in development uh, during the production of The Predator. I always thought this, when they started making it, that they, it was like a dash to Shepard, last to Sheppard to make like a, like something that actually worked as a Predator movie. But no, this was something that they agreed upon uh, during the production of that, that previous movie, um, which is weird because it has nothing to do with that previous movie. Um, and it's like, like, cause that, that, you know, the Predator is trying to be like a greater franchise film and this is something else altogether. So it's a, it's. I actually found it strange that it got greenlit given what the movie ultimately is. I'm happy it got greenlit. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm
1: really frustrated because this movie belongs in a theater and... Yes. Watching it on Hulu, I have to be honest and I really hate to say it, I, I was kind of bored and I don't think I would have been bored if I was watching this in the theater and I gave it my full undivided attention. That's fair. Because, uh, yeah, it looks like The Revenant. It looks like Braveheart. It looks like one of those like, you know classic big screen epics um it 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 definitely fills the screen this movie fill fills the canvas um and uh yeah it's unlike any other predator movie in that way it's a lot quieter it's a lot uh a lot less talking a lot more action driven yeah yeah, very personal very dramatic it's very personal yeah dramatic plays it totally straight uh and it just doesn't belong on hulu and i i think it's it is maybe it, it is the movie that that uh that who's uh whose presence on streaming most affected my enjoyment of it i don't wow. i can't name another movie in in the streaming era that i felt this way about yeah you know just watching it i, I don't know like it was kind of dozing off during it um i think there's a lot of really good action set pieces that i respect and enjoyed uh the stuff with the bear is really good mm-hmm. um the climax is really good um a lot of training sequences though a lot of sure You know, takes a while to actually get to the Predator. We don't see the Predator for a long time. We see this ship at the beginning. Which I love. I love. Yeah, it's teased, but it's not really teased out. Like, Predator 2,
0: and even the original Predator (laughs) to a certain extent, like, even when you don't see them, like, there's still action going on. Like, Yeah, there's other... Yeah, 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 yeah. But this is not concerned with the action. This is a much more personal, like, character-driven story than even those ones were. Yeah, I mean, the stuff with the soldiers
1: at the beginning of the original Predator could be its own movie. Yes. And the sort of the... The gang more stuff in Predator 2 could be its own movie, and then the Predator shows up, and it's like, holy fucking shit, you know? know? Awesome. Whereas this one... You're just, you're waiting there, twiddling your, twiddling your thumbs, just being like, when are we going to get to the Predator?
0: Well, it depends on how, where, where you fall on the, the story of the Naru character. Yeah. Um, I think she's really good in this. I, I think like she's really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really love her story. And I mean, full spoiler, it's a really, really good movie. When I said, when I talked about this in relation to Scream 5, I had a very similar, like, like old father, arms crossed Like look at the movie where I'm like okay impress me movie Mm. and by the end of it I said well done Mm. you did very well I'm we have a really solid predator movie here I think it's actually a really really well made movie yeah because I I I have the opportunity to watch it whenever the hell I want um the it's such a formalist movie and just the way it like details all the, the pieces that are gonna pay off later like it, geography is perfectly understood here it's just that the, the movement is very pristine the action is very specific and tight it's it, it doesn't have quite the same grit as the, the first two or even really predators but god is it just like, like like when it starts to be an action movie it's very satisfying I really love a lot of these set pieces particularly the burn forest which is like one of the best predator scenes ever mm. uh Yeah, it's a really rock-solid, lean film. It's just robust, and it's a film that's entirely reliant on uh, visual storytelling. And this is where I completely agree with you when talking about um, uh, the cinematic qualities. Because it's so... Literally cinematic because it's all told with not not much dialogue, all physical action. You learn a lot about this character just based on the way she cuts vegetables and swings her, her tomahawk around. Yes, I need to see that on the big screen because that's what it's made for. Yeah, yeah. No, I was worried about
1: it when they when they said it was coming to Hulu, and I I, I, I agree. I, yeah, it just especially a guy like Dan Trackenberg. Ten Cloverfield Lane is another one that. Yeah. I saw it in the theater and I loved it. Now when I catch it on cable, it's good, but it doesn't sort of have that same smothering, vibey uh, yeah, effect yeah. on I you. I know what you mean, yeah. Um, yeah this... I, I agree. Would've, I would have loved it a lot more. I, I would have really liked it, I think, if I saw this in the theater. Um... Yeah, there's something about it, it's. It's not the kind of movie that you can glance on your phone during. You really have to be locked into it because uh, it feels movie where like everything kind of matters. Yeah, the sound design I'm yeah. sure uh, uh, what suffers from the, the 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 streaming thing. I agree. Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, that. That's just the most frustrating part. I, and I don't mean to knock the movie on those grounds. Like I I watched Dune at home, mm-hmm. and
0: I even Dune I felt like that played okay. It did. It did. You know that Dune does really well. Actually. Yeah, that worked a lot more. Like, I, I, there's so much more going on in Dune, though. Right, and, and also Dune. I, you know, this is a really good movie in my opinion. But Dune is like, is sort of on another tier of like what it's doing cinematically. It's just more visually, or it's much more cinematically interesting, particularly with like Paul's dream sequences. And well, that it, movie this looks is, different
1: from shot to shot, whereas and, yeah. this one is always sort of in the same. It's the same time of day. Same, the sun doesn't seem to move. You yes, know, yes. The, the shadows always look, you know, there's, there's exactly. not a lot of,
0: yeah, it's a lot of, it's consistent. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. The Dune has more like, like visual variety than this for sure. I agree. Yeah. This is, I mean, but, but again, um, I, I I I almost felt the same way if I if I wasn't so just generally entertained by it but I did also agree I, I agree yeah I, when when watching I'm like there's this has no right being here it's just not designed that way mm. and it was very strange doing that particularly even the the introduction to the predator it's a movie that knows you've seen a predator movie by the way just based on the way it shows the predator the yes. first time with with the cloaking but you got that gorgeous shot of the ravine that actually looks like it was a practical shot they probably just put in the uh, visual effects later which yeah. is awesome yeah there's a lot of that in this movie but then like you see the predator and it's just gorgeous and i'm like god i i would have loved to have seen this on that canvas and it would have been a little more scary when he when he popped up like that i ugh. Mm. yeah it was it was it was annoying even just the first scenes with the predator hunting animals i mean regardless of the 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 cinematic qualities of like like literally cinematic qualities of the movie and how it would have played there uh there is just a lot of fun to be had with just watching the predator learn how to hunt on this planet that was one of my favorite things with it just like kind of curi- like michael myersing the, the 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 snakes and and all that it was like oh you're bad i loved that i loved when
1: there was like a a rat ate a bug and the snake ate the rat and yep. the yeah predator Very killed clever. The, the
0: snake yeah that Great. was yeah that was a cool little Visual idea. Very clever. I love... Yeah, again, tells you exactly what the Predator's about by just those little actions. There's a lot of that. And I mean, funny enough, Trachtenberg actually said he was very inspired by Fury Road when making this, Yeah. even though visually it has nothing to do with Fury Road. But the idea of like using the action to tell the story and inform the characters does come through. And this is the thing I will say, like everything about the characters and everything about their journey and where everything ends up, it's totally earned. Yeah. Totally earned. Like a lot of people were coming down on the movie early on because it's like... You know, and I, I've been there, like, like sort of like, like the the girl power movies, <laughs>
2: mm.
0: where it's like it's a controversial topic. But I think when 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 people like are genuinely annoyed with it, like like w- the way I have been in the past, it has felt like it's more push for an agenda and it's not a character that earns what she's going through it doesn't feel like she's really struggling it's yeah not, i like lo- it's not it has nothing to do with she's a woman i just want to see a character go through adversity and conflict yeah it's as simple as that who gives a fuck exactly like, who gives a but shit? that's the like, other problem such it's like dumb like bro film bro complete yes I, I, know, I know i know i know who cares yes. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Like It's a movie, but a freaking alien that comes down in a spaceship. Like, okay. Yes, well, exactly. Yeah, it's weird. like, look at the context, people, please. Yeah. It's, I don't know. And she's really good in the movie. Yeah. And no,
1: I think it definitely earns all those themes. I mean, yeah, it's a girl power movie, but whatever. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, as yeah, exactly, exactly. Like yeah. if, as long as it makes sense within the internal logic of the movie, I'm not bothered. When, no. I'm, when when that stuff sort of bothers me is it's it's when they they sort of, they sprinkle it on as sort of like a bumper sticker mm-hmm. tagline. Yeah, I agree. You know, Where into a plot that hasn't earned it.
0: Yeah, well, when it's like transparent, when it's like you can kind of see right through what they were doing and it's like there's a cynical nature to it. It doesn't feel that way here. Yeah. That's what I just like. It just kind of goes back to the way, you know, movies used to be. For yeah, sake.
1: and she's really good. She's really credible.
0: Yeah. No, essentially, once the Predator arrives, um, it's just awesome. I really loved almost every set piece that followed. Um, The the opening of the movie, like the first act, even though it's well made, it's very well made, it does... There's just not much that really happens. It takes a bit to get going. There's quicksand. There is quicksand. Yeah. That's cool. Great, great, great role uh, um subversion there where it's like, because the way that's cut together, you think the predator is going to stumble upon her and you're going to be like, oh, the mud, that's not going to be able to see her. But they don't do that at all. Right. They have a different way of uh, having the predator not see her, which I really loved. Yeah. That's really clever. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. My, I guess my only like complaint with like the third act is that like it starts quickly and ends quickly. I wish it had gone on for a little bit longer, I guess, but I. But it's it, it, it's still entertaining. It's still really well done. Mm. Uh, you know, I like. A lot, I realize, like on reflection, because now that I've seen the movie a few times, like most of my complaints are like very minimal. I don't have, I don't have a lot wrong with this movie in my No, mind. it's
1: not it's, that there's anything wrong. It's yeah. just that there were some things that didn't feel quite right. I guess. I guess. And I th- that just comes down to more than anything the platform. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really smart to not make this movie an ensemble it's Mm -hmm. really the first time that this franchise even tried that yes uh, because it's not really a horror movie Um, no it's it's sort of a yeah it's an adventure movie it's a yeah yeah, a a big screen adventure movie Yeah. Uh, so that was cool that was a nice change of pace to sort of center it on one person and her journey and um, it's a
0: personal journey yes
1: it's definitely the most personal predator movie by far yeah and I love and I like her story I like her character yeah uh you know whereas the predator it's just they smother you with all these cool character actors and shit and yeah. it's yeah i mean it's one of the million things wrong with it yeah uh slight nitpick i don't know how you feel about this the actual heat vision <laughs> effects uh they 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 throw back to the original here yeah, like they do the each Predator movie up until this point, they had sort of updated the heat vision yeah. to modern technology. <laughs> yeah. And
0: sometimes it doesn't look great.
1: Sometimes it doesn't look great. But here they they go back and they use the technology from, or at least visually it looks like it would have looked in 1987 in that original Predator. Uh, there was a little bit of a cognitive dissonance going on for me. Like there was something where it was like, it, it's not quite right that we're in Native American times and it's so period specific. Yeah. And then you throw in all this technology. I know that's part of the that's point. The point, yeah. I like, know it's the point. Uh, the whole idea. <laughs> I I get it. Um, there was something about it. I, I I don't know. It kind of there was kind of a, an uncanny nature to it.
0: When you go this far back, you mean? Yeah. Because I mean, in eighty seven, it makes a lot of like that visual idea makes more sense in nineteen eighty seven than it would if you're making a film today and having it be a period piece. That's right. for sure. You know?
1: I get like practically yes. Of course, the aliens would still have this yes. technology yeah long before we did and i get it i get it um i don't know i just i thought it was interesting tracking all that stuff i think it's okay to update it. like i i was thinking about um uh like a lot of these legacy sequels now they they have such a a, a fealty to the original that not only will they um you know rehash plot elements but they'll also rehash like the sort of, like, Star Wars still has the opening credit scroll. Yeah. Right? Uh, The Halloween, the new Halloween movie still had the original John Carpenter jack-o'-lantern effect. And I think, like, that's cool, but sometimes it can be a little distracting. And here I kind of found it distracting.
0: Just the heat vision, though? Yeah. They've always done the heat vision, though. Yeah,
1: I know. I know. I don't know. Yeah,
0: there there was, I don't know. I don't
1: know. I, I don't know if I can quite put my finger on it, but there was something about it where this movie was kind of caught in two different generations.
0: I sort of like, well, you mean just, like, uh, it's like it, it, You're not talking about like the, the The shock of seeing like an alien Next well, a technologically advanced alien Next to you know quote unquote primitives No I mean the yeah. the visual effects The CGI itself feels dated
1: you know what I mean? Really? It's
0: practically done. That's let no lot, the
1: heat the heat vision itself like whatever. Like yeah, the, a lot. Yeah, whatever filter they put on
0: it. Oh, you mean like just the look of the heat vision? Yes. Oh, oh, I see. I love the. I've always loved yeah. the look of that stuff. It's an
1: oddly specific complaint. I know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
0: it's a real nitpick. Well, it just comes down to, do you like the look of it? I love the look of it.
1: Yeah, it's the tiniest of nits. I don't know. I
0: don't know. I don't know what's wrong with it. It's not the, no, the, the predator, that version doesn't even look like heat vision. Right. It doesn't look like that at all. It's stupid. Right. It's just like, make the humans, uh, orange, make everything else blue. Right. Right. And this one is like form, form it around them, have the, the greens show up for less heated areas. Yes. Like particularly when the Italian guy is stabbed on the ground and pretending to be dead. That's a really effective shot for that, where he steps on him, and then you see the the heat vision of the guy screaming up at the predator. Really good stuff. Yeah, I don't have a lot. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, I really don't have a lot of complaints with this movie past the first uh, act, but I don't even dislike the first act. It's just you know not quite as enthralling as the rest of the movie. Yeah, um, I think it's good. I think it's good. I, I would go so far as it's not. I, I will say this: it's not great. I, I'd
1: I I'd be lying if I said I I wasn't a little underwhelmed. No, that's fine. Just based on the, the response that I saw to it. And then when I actually watched it, I'm like, okay, this is, yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> You're missing something. I wish I saw it in the theater. I just yeah. keep coming back to it. You might be right, though. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it rules. It, to, me it, it, to me, it's really, really good, sort of frustratingly shy of being great. But that's okay. I mean, I don't need... There you go. Yeah. I, I don't need my Predator films to be necessarily great because most of them are not. Well put. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I actually really like the movie. It, it I didn't have it as high on my list when I first watched it. I, I really liked it when I first watched it, but I was like, yeah, be honest, Adam. It's not that high. The, the more I've thought about it, the more I'm like, you know, it's a really well-constructed little action thriller that's way better than it has any right to be, way more personal than it has any right to be. I really love this story. And you know something... Really good movie. Um, And right now, it's probably too high on my list. I don't care, though. Oh, your end of the year list? Yeah. As we do. We put movies on our top tens that probably shouldn't be on there. Yeah, and then we correct. I might not correct. Yeah. (laughs) There are big movies that have dropped below Prey for me. Uh I feel bad about it, but they have. Um, uh, They're still in my top ten, but yeah, on on reflection, I'm like, yeah, okay.
1: Okay yeah usually by the end of the year I, I kind of I do a major overhaul like I, I, I look
0: at him again and I'm like oh wait a minute doing it as you go is not always the most effective way no no you have to have some time away from it for sure yeah 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 so no this for ranking this is my number three I actually I like Predator 2 more than this one I go pre, I, Predator oh yeah let's let's write We we said already that the original is in the movie yeah Hulk it's Hulk. already in yeah congratulations uh, Predator you wonderful fucking movie so how would you rank this how would you rank this franchise? Wonderful, wonderful movie, Predator. Uh, w- well, okay, so I have three rankings here. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't have... What do you ha- mean? Well, I had the Just a- rank the movies we talked the, about. The, well, the, I had the Alien, the Predator, and the both oh. movies combined. I did a oh. full oh. ranking. Oh,
1: wow. Okay, go ahead. Read it to me then. That's fine. Just read me the whole, the master thing.
0: The master list is Alien, uh-huh. then Predator... Then mm-hmm. Aliens, Alien 3's Assembly Cut specifically. <laughs> uh, then Predator 2. Uh, and then Prey, then Prometheus, and then Predators, Alien Covenant, Alien vs. Predator, Alien Resurrection, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, The Predator smack dab at the bottom.
1: I think Alien Resurrection's a little low.
0: No, it's not. I think it's a little low. <laughs> you, Nico... N- <laughs> I respect your opinion, I'm most. the only one that defends it. Uh, that's not a good look, bro.
1: Yeah, it's to, Weird to, Bedfellows, me and uh, Alien Resurrection. You need to do some soul searching for that one. That movie's fucking awful. Um, <laughs> it's better than AVP. I mean, let's be honest here. AVP is a piece of shit. I, I know don't it know. looks good compared to the.
0: I don't know if it's that bad. AVPR.
1: Uh, I, I think that's mostly right. I probably put Aliens ahead of Predator, um, and then I might. I, you know me, I like Covenant more than Prometheus. No, so I might bump that up a couple spots. Yeah, that's about right. I love Predator Two, though. I think yeah. that's really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Predator yeah. Two is way better than anyone has ever given it credit for. It. Well,
1: the, the bottom is probably about right. The only one I haven't seen is Alien Three.
0: Wow, wow, Alien Three. Yeah, you. It's a very interesting movie. Even the theatrical version is very interesting. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I need to just finish
1: the finish the whole thing. Or I can
0: alien 3 has a lot of those like it was cut up and not completely the 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 theatrical version is not a totally complete film unfortunately that's why i watched the assembly cut Uh because that were that that's actually a really good movie but um yeah it's cool all right wow good show how long was that one that was two hours over two hours we're
1: we're at 210 now we're approaching 210 holy shit okay next
0: week abel you're going to have way more fun on that one.
1: So <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> I will be coming with drops.
0: There will be plenty of drops. Oh, God. <laughs> Lots I, of clips. We're not going to be. It'll be. That'll be a four. You, it will be a four hour pod. You're right. I can't wait. But yeah. I'll, I, I'm OK with that one being a four hour pod. <laughs> Jesus fucking able. love that guy Oh I forgot to mention The movies I've seen Oh yeah go r- ahead r- Real quick Before I end with the most Obvious quote to end A, t- a show ever By the <laughs> way It's never been more obvious To me um, Movies I have s- I've seen Since the last time We did this It's been a while After Yang Did you like it? Not really <laughs> <laughs> It was fine Yeah It was okay but Not really for you No No uh, The Grey Man uh <laughs> haven't watched this yet although the world has worse than after gang don't worry okay Whew. Uh, don't worry about that okay pray i did, could you believe it i saw pray yeah uh the driller killer
1: uh, save next week okay,
0: we'll save for that 13 lies pretty good pretty good yeah i've heard it's yeah, pretty good.
1: I've heard it's a nice a base hit for Ron Howard.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, there's no reason to watch it if you've seen The Rescue. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mentioned this on the other pod. Roadrunner, a film about Anthony Bourdain. Really good. Really like that one.
1: Interesting guy. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, No Reservations. Actually, and the other show that he had on mm. Food Network. Yeah, I, I, I think he was a really... Fasc- really
0: cool storyteller. Yes, yeah, s- more than anything. Yeah, beyond all the food stuff and the cooking stuff. Excellent. Just to, yeah, comes across in the diet. I didn't know as much about him, but he was a very fascinating character that was very troubled. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that stuff. Uh, yeah, you, you should watch his show. I mean, it, it's it's some of the best that that like the Travel Channel uh, food shows. Yeah, has to offer. Like it, it, it actually is sort of elevated
0: among okay. above all that stuff. Cool. Cool. Cool uh miss 45 save save and finally the addiction also abel ferrara mm-hmm. save save yeah yeah save
1: save i've watched a movie called resurrection it stars rebecca hall tim roth uh horror movie kind of one of those elevated horror movies about something there's ideas, no, <laughs> uh, very indie art house kind okay. of thing, uh, like very understated and also disturbing at points. Um, kind of just takes this one premise and kind of keeps twisting the knife. Uh yeah, it's so not for me. It is, <laughs> it is absolutely not for me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but I, I respected it enough. Um, yeah, we're we're uh, we're kind of entering a kind of a dull period in yeah. the movie calendar but uh, hopefully some good ones coming as oscar season approaches yeah
0: means we can you know you know catch up on the crap yeah <laughs> i gotta do that yeah i have a few things i need to i still haven't seen Lightyear and all those other yeah that's on disney plus things. now right oh it is cool 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 yeah so i'll see that okay, okay. whoo that's it that was that's a predator lot. pod that was a lot of podcast
1: see you next week for some able talk mm.
0: until next time nico you're one ugly motherfucker